drinking beers, rolling dice, and talking shit. The veteran gamer re-enlisted. Episode 40. Necrons are like sex with a condom. <laughs> What's up, veteran gamers? We are back with another edition of the show that drinks beer, rolls dice, and... Talks motherfucking shit. Yes, it does. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm joined by my best friend, Ray. Yep. I uh, think it's kind of proven that we've talked shit. Yeah. We've gotten emails. <laughs> lots and lots of emails uh we are broadcasting live not live but we're we are broadcasting from the broad the podcast nursery here at ray's house it was the war room it was the war room (laughs) don't worry guys it's it's just being moved to another room a a little bit smaller room so it's going to be more intimate when we're in there ray ray procreated again and so now he has to give up his war room with all of his toys and it, it looked like a 15-year-old Asian kid's bedroom with so many toys in it. like Anime posters up. And yeah, anime yeah. posters. Just toys yeah, everywhere. It's, 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 it's a cool room, right? And I didn't have to clean it. <laughs> Fucking great. That's why there's always shit everywhere. I remember one of the times we, we podcasted over here, I brought over a bunch of beer, and I came back like two weeks later, and all those beer cans were still here. Yeah, I don't clean shit. Also, <laughs> also Heidi doesn't come in here to clean, so yeah. shit just stays dirty. She just comes in here to yell at you and give you food when mm-hmm. you're playing PUBG. I don't play PUBG in here. That's in the that's uh, actually in the bedroom. Oh, is that in the bedroom? Yeah, I always envisioned it in here. It is, but it's a lot of work to get because I don't play games on like Wi-Fi because I don't trust that shit. I got oh, okay. have a hard line. Yeah, yeah. So the hard line's over in the master bedroom. So ah, uh, but see, like I said, we're moving over to Evelyn's uh, room. That's currently she's like right next to our room. Yeah, and what? they're moving into this room. My the hamster, the kids. Yeah, they're gonna be over here. I think I think uh, the hamster may stay in the war room. I don't know because you like the hamster. No, it's not. It's not that I like the hamster. It's the fact that it keeps up Evelyn at night. Oh, okay. Because anybody says that the fucking guinea pig isn't a fucking creature that works at or does anything at night is a fucking liar. <laughs> the fucker runs around in circles in his goddamn cage. They're nocturnal. No, they're not. Oh wait, yeah, they are. Yeah, I don't remember what that word meant. Nocturnal emissions. Think back. I, I do watch National Geographic, so I know I know big words that deal with creatures. You'll watch the animals, the nice little pretty animals. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you're drunk and buzzed, just sitting there watching like stuff eat each other. Shark Great. week. Yeah, Shark Week. <laughs> yeah. There's two different types. There's a good Shark Week and there's a bad Shark Week. You know, every time I watch Shark Week, it's like the Shark Week from like last year. I'm seeing all the same episodes over again. Like. Here's the guy I'm chasing down great white sharks and I'm having him bite this fake seal. I'm like, hey, I saw but I think last year. I think that's just Shark Week all the time. Like yeah. uh, they they record new episodes, but it's that that's what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's much. Just great white sharks eat fake seals. Yeah, all the time, all the time, all the time, and surfers <laughs> and surfers apparently. They need to. They haven't they, gotten Tyler or Phil or. They haven't got Phil, but if they got Phil, they wouldn't come back for a long time. Uh, that's that kid. Yeah. He, they would be filled up for a long time. <laughs> what if they got Alex that one time? Dude, oh, they, man. We wouldn't see sharks. We would think they're extinct. They just explode from diarrhea. <laughs> it's like when you give uh, birds rice. Right? Yeah. That's, that's what will happen. That's what happens when you give, Al- give a shark an Alex. <laughs> give a shark an Alex. <laughs> so we actually have a show for today. It's more than just Shark Week and. and uh, Hamsters. We always have a show. We got a show it's, just, it's always underneath big boobs and fat ass. Big boobs, fat ass, and apparently Shark Week. <laughs> apparently Shark Week, yeah. 
So in today's show... Hey, don't be afraid. Go get your Red Wings. It's fine. Shark <laughs> Week's in. Don't be afraid of Shark Week. So in today's show, um, first off in the intro, we're going to have some shout outs and of course what we are drinking. We're going to move on to some maximum effort. And it's kind of cool because like people are like finding their balls. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they think like, you know how like I'm very quiet when we first meet, but then like once we like start to quote unquote be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I start insulting you more. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what's going on. Just know that if we're insulting you, we're talking shit. We're probably cool. Yeah. You may not think it, but we are. Yeah. You don't. It's kind of hard to tell when they're on the other side of like a radio or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. you can tell when someone's in front of you talking shit and like, we're cool. And there's someone like talking shit because they're actually talking shit. <laughs> but this is a podcast. So you'll there's never, people we you'll don't never mention know. by name and we say we don't mention them by name because we're not cool. But then when we mention you by name and talk straight like directly to you, like we're cool. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. What's yeah, up, beer? It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Hey, I will fight somebody. I don't care. Yeah. And we can have a beer right after. I'm not yeah. a fucking girl. I don't got a vagina. That's cool. Hey, yeah, good punch, right. man. You kicked me in the nuts, but we're cool. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So we have the shout outs and what we're drinking. The maximum effort and after action. We haven't done this in a while. Maximum effort and after action review. Um, so we'll get to some of that. Uh, then we're going to go on to you guys have been asking for it. So we're going to give it to you. Just straight balls. No. Um, Necrons. Uh, Ray over here, the Necron fanboy. Uh We've it's been a while since the Necron Codex has come up. We had a lot of shit in between then and now happen. Yeah, plus it's Necrons. I mean, it's Necrons. Yeah, it's not like they're winning fucking major events. There's some good shit in there. There, I'm not saying there's not, but my honest opinion, I don't see them winning like right. non RTDs. Right. We're not gonna do a full review here. We're gonna give you Ray's gonna give you the th- stuff he think he thinks looks good, looks looks competitive. Um, it's going to be kind of like a post FAQ. So, like, you know, all the Necrons came out before the FAQ. And then every other podcast, you know, did their reviews, mm-hmm. which is cool. We would have done it, too, if we had the time. We just had a little shit time. Um, it's going to be more post FAQ and not so much like a, a this is a Necron Codex review. This is like, this is good or what I think is good because, I mean, I'm not fucking the end all be all. But, I mean, I understand tournaments, you know? You're not? I'm, I'm only 22nd in the world, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it's all right. It's neither here nor there. It's, yeah, yeah. it's neither here... Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's neither here nor there. It's, it's kind of funny. Yeah. The, the guys over there uh, in BAM's uh, community, I don't know if you saw me talking to... Uh, Bam posted a picture of his Scorpiuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they look cool. They're right. You know, yeah. They're the actual one. They're the actual Scorpiuses. So kudos to their, to you, Bam. Yeah. You're like the only person I know that actually has actual Scorpiuses. You didn't grab some bubble gum and stick some like shitty like army, like plastic army man shit on top of the yeah, and then, like, rhino. One, and then one rocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's my Scorpius uh, rocket launcher, whatever the fuck, or Scorpius. I bought these missiles from the 99 cent store and I stuck <laughs> them on top of a rhino. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's an actual score. So, you know, like I said, kudos to that. But, like, I, they're not efficient enough. We <laughs> we have a player, you know, Hayden. He used them a lot. And every time I told him, you need to take Scorpius out. They don't fucking do anything. <laughs> if people know how to play against fucking in- <coughs> indirect fire, you're not going to do anything. Yeah, they're going to kill fucking a Cavalite squad. Cool. You have a 200 and something point rhino that can kill Cavalite squads that are 30 points. Sweet. Sweet. But 
Apparently, his meta over there hasn't learned to deal with uh, uh, guardsmen with mortars. Guardsmen, okay. guardsmen with mortars shoot at me all day. Nothing happens. It's actually a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> like, please don't roll those dice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and one not going to hit me, and two, you'll maybe get one wound. Sweet. It's like point break. I get it. You're going to be over there. You're going to tell me how locals rule and yuppies like me suck. And you're going to shoot your mortars. And then you're like the guys on the other side like, that would be a waste of time. We're just going to fuck you up. <laughs> that was a movie reference. So I'm not so I'm not along. I didn't really get what was going on. I know what movie you're talking about. Point Break, man. One of the best bad movies of all time. That was a surf, surfer one, right? Yeah. And yeah, they like yeah. rob banks and shit with masks. Yeah, the, the bank robbers are surfers and um, yeah. Keanu Reeves is an FBI agent. I am an FBI agent. He Fucking sucks Keanu so bad Reeves. in that movie. It's terrible. Keanu Reeves, he, 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 he is so bad. <laughs> he's, he's, he's he is literally the worst, the worst actor. He's so bad. But that movie is so bad, it's good. Like, yeah. It reaches the point where it, cr- it, it crested bad and went right into good. Like Gary Busey, it overshot the bad. Yeah, and it yeah, in yeah. good somehow. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying because I, I remember that movie. That was a long time ago. Fuck, but uh, it was a good movie. I did like it. But that <laughs> every just counter every time he talks, he acts like he's so bad. He's you're terrible. obviously acting. I never believe his characters ever. <laughs> the thing is, he's not obviously acting. He's just being Keanu Reeves. But that's what I'm saying. I can't such, believe his he's, acting he's at all. He's such a douche. Like, you can't get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he listens to this show. Fuck you, Keanu. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's our number one listener. Yeah, he's our number one he's listener. Call. He's going to call and he's talk shit to you. call and talk shit. May email you. So we're going to talk about Necrons. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into the shout outs. Number one shout out. Uh, we got some likes and some... Um, some stuff from Facebook. First one is James Germany. Uh, he gave us a five-star review on Facebook. He says, greatest podcast of all time. You know it. Uh, these guys have real tactics to offer and good advice. It's just buried beneath boobs and fat asses. Well, yeah. Uh, that's fine, though. I mean, all I wanted... <laughs> we all want to be buried under big boobs and fat asses. Well, yeah. See, no, See? I, re- I, re- I replied to that. Comment. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And uh, he gets it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. We we can hang out. He gets the show, right? Yeah, he understands. I mean, granted, he probably listens to no other 40k <laughs> show, as <laughs> from evidence of that that comment right there. But he's probably listening to other shows. He's just been like, "There's something missing here," and then also he listens to our show and like, "Oh, okay, this is what I was looking yeah, for." Yeah, he's laughing. He's laughing. He's getting insulted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So fucking thanks, uh, Germany. Thanks, I Germany. Mean, Germany, you you guys are a great country. Yeah, right? country, right? Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We got hey, some Germany, hey, yes, hey, yeah. Hey, hey. The pale, pale elf is is German. She is German. She's very pale yeah. and elfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, our second shout out goes to I'm gonna fuck his name up again. I'm gonna do this for fun though. Brian Spallerino. Spallerio. Spallerio. Spa. It's spa like a fucking spa. Lirio. Spa Lirio. I'm just doing this to fuck with him. <laughs> It's all right. You keep going because it makes me feel smart because I can correct you. He gives us a five star on Facebook, said, fucking extremely interesting podcast. <laughs> that could be bad or good. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> she's got a nice personality. Yeah. yeah. She's fucking interesting. <laughs> fucking psychotic, though. Definitely one of the most interesting podcasts on the interweb, interwide web world. That's the interwide I'm web world. I'm going to say his English is not 
first language? Well, he comes from the world where the internet's a series of tubes. The what? internet is a series of tubes. You're doing dated jokes here. Is that dated? I don't know what the fuck that means. It's kind of dated. Yeah, it's there was there was a senator who was in charge. He was like ninety years old, like five years ago, who was in charge of regulating the internet. And he said out loud, "The internet is a series of tubes." Like, okay, guy, isn't it wires? <laughs> Did I not? Some wires. That some of it's radio waves. Some of it's a satellite. Yeah, but the internet's not a series of tubes. See, that guy's stupid. He's stupid. He's dead though. Died of a plane crash. Fuck you and your series <laughs> of tubes. But hey, Brian Spellario, thanks a lot for your <laughs> five-star review on Facebook. And then Jim Mitchell, five stars on Facebook. This is the guy who was our 100th like. We forgot to get around to him. Yeah, no, we fucking... There's so much shit to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so much people to talk shit about, not talk shit about. It's it's a lot, lot to do. I was wondering, 100th like, bitches? Loving the podcast. I've gone back to the beginning and figured out why you guys are so fucked up, but I have discovered it must have been a long time ago. Well, he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep this going. Man, those love- first those first episodes were kind of rough, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> they were really rough. <laughs> yeah. And we'd love to hear more about the chaos um, listening from Canada. Oh, I replied to this guy, and I did my best Canadian accent in text. Told in him text. That, in, in, okay. in, in text. And said, hey, have a Labatt for me, just because, you know, Labatt Blue is like the only beer i know that comes from canada but apparently he had some beer suggestions from canada so i'm gonna try to find him can we find canadian beer isn't that like import shit well we'd have to do is we have to get our best canadian tuxedo on so we get our blue jeans on our blue jean shirt on our blue jean jacket and then go up to the beer store in canada that's far dude yeah but they got good maple syrup up there they right? do get good maple syrup but apparently good beer According maybe to they have a maple syrup beer and if they have that that well, they also that have I his Tim try. Hortons. They also have Tim Hortons up there. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like a donut shop, but it's like a like one of the best donut shops you go to. Apparently, they call them Timmy H's. Okay. Yeah, you gotta go to Tim Hortons, have some donuts, um, maple beer, maple syrup, and then have some oh maple and, beer, and then we'll meet up with uh, our good friend from Gamers Haven and have some uh, poutine. <laughs> that man beer, I can't fucking get that <laughs> shit, man. You see me struggling over here. You're, just <laughs> you're struggling fucking... with your short arms. God damn. Well, thanks for the shout out, guys. Uh, if you get a chance to go ahead and give us a like on or give us a review on Facebook or on iTunes, um, that helps people find us or wherever you get your podcast that helps people find us. Um, so thanks for all the, the reviews out there, guys. Um, next thing we have for you, too, and we've been talking about it, is our voicemail line. Now, our voicemail, you can go ahead and call and talk shit. Our voicemail line. Or suck us off, either or. Or suck us off over the phone, I guess. You know, you used to pay a lot for that. Yeah. Like 99 yeah, but cents I'm saying a minute. They're doing it for free. That's what I'm saying. They could do it, and we now, won't have to pay the call lines anymore. You know, if I actually paid 99 cents a minute to get actually sucked off, it's like a buck 50 each time. <laughs> That's not even a minute and a half. <laughs> what the fuck? I like a good blowjob, man. <laughs> it got to be sloppy. You gotta love it sloppy. Like, yeah. So anyway, the voicemail line is 442-444-0791. Now our good friend, I think this is our good friend, I haven't listened to this one yet. I've been wanting to hear it live. So our good buddy from Texas, um, who voicemailed us last time, I think is giving us his best review. We were asked, said, hey, tell us what it's like for a NASCAR racer <laughs> to accept a win. I said you know? it would be good, so you better not be bad. <laughs> So uh, here he is letting us know what it's like uh, to uh, be a NASCAR driver 
and win, I guess. Now, listen here now, Daryl boy. You sitting there and you go on your radio show and you sitting there and you better talk about Dale Earnhardt Jr. You better talk about Dale Earnhardt Jr. Hold respect, on, okay? No, 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 no. You better talk about Senior. He's got friends. He's got a you background. Disrespect Dale Earnhardt Jr. or Dale Earnhardt Senior, okay? And you know what else? I don't appreciate what y'all talk about when y'all say something about the wall. You know why? Because a wall killed Dale Earnhardt Senior. And that's just not okay. No, I got some more Mountain Dew back there. You'll go well, ahead. Hold on, hold on, now, everybody, calm down. I've had a few liquid marijuanas right now. <laughs> There's a whole barrel right next over there. Jesus. <laughs> no, that that's the kind of call we're looking for. Like, I've had so many people say, I wanted to call in, but I was just going to be drunk and stupid. I'm like, dude, that's our show, man. <laughs> I think that was an A-plus effort right there. There was some effort he there. even had fucking backup singers. You had backup singers to talk shit on our show. <laughs> That's, that's taking it to a whole nother level. <laughs> I dig that. Well, guy, uh, thanks for your best NASCAR impression. Uh, I still have no idea who you are. I think I'm. Your, I think you're from Texas. The 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 twang gave it away. I guess the, the twang. But we asked for it. Yeah, we did ask for it. He's probably from like I don't know Oklahoma or something. Only steers and queers come from Texas, son. You ain't much like that's a steer. Kind of narrows it down. That's what I heard. I didn't know what that meant, but <laughs> it just went right over my head. Uh, if you want to go ahead and get drunk and call talk shit to us, go ahead and do that. Once again, the number is 442-444-0791. Um, to close out here, the conc- uh, the intro to the show, what we are drinking. Uh, we called an audible on this one. Ray picked up some beer. Yeah, you said I was fucking hosting. So okay. I thought that required that. There you go. That was the beer. I'm down. Yeah. So uh, I'm not a beer connoisseur like yourself there, Andy, or Andrew, I should call you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i went i went down i got this uh you went down yeah down to the fucking the market <laughs> down to the market yeah down the market you went down on the market yeah yeah i went down the road <laughs> fucking to strand brewing i think co means company the strand brewing company yeah because there's no dot if there's no dot strand after the, brewing co yeah yeah strand, yeah exactly right it's strand confu- brewing co it's yeah. fucking confusing yeah okay right strand brewing co premium ham crafted ales it's an IPA. The, the, I have two different ones. There's another one in there. There's a pale L in there. Like the pale elf with a pale L? Yeah. This is IPA, 7.2, alcohol volume. Yeah. India pale L. I don't know what the fuck that means. India pale L, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, from uh, Torrance, California. Once again, so my cl- stomping grounds, yeah. So close to where I grew up at. Yeah. Redondo Beach and Torrance. We're hitting the whole South Bay. Yeah. I think we drank everything from up here. Because I was looking through the fucking cooler. I was like, we drank that. We drank that. Yeah, yeah. We drank that. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so I saw this white, because it's a white can. It's a very, not a very attractive can. I didn't want to get it at first. It, it's it, it's kind of, it, it's like, imagine. It's giving me a gay vibe. Like 1950s where the can just said beer on it. It has that feel. Only yeah. It's this really soft, like, like tone to it. Like a seafoam green on top. Yeah, I'd, yeah. You could drink this with your pinky out, with like your... You know your your tight stretch pants and you know maybe some loafers on. Tight and, stretch like, pants. Like, yeah, like your you know ultra tight jeans. So Saturday morning. What do they call those ultra tight jeans? Skinny jeans. Like skinny jeans. Yeah, skinny jeans. Did you see that they have skinny shorts now? Oh really? Why? Why exactly? <laughs> That's a grand. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw it on Facebook. Like if if I want to wear skinny shorts, I'll just wear my underwear around. <laughs> Let's go outside of my underwear. Guy was also sagging the shorts. What? <laughs> what? 
I, I did not get it. This is a guy with no balls, apparently. It, it was a meme that was saying something about skinny jeans, and then this is skinny shorts. That's, that's yeah. I don't think it was a real thing. I think it was just a dumbass wearing really small shorts. Really small shorts. And he was like the only person in the world doing it. But In like West Hollywood or North Park. And I, I'll just leave it out up to you guys. You can guess the gender of the, who was doing this. Yeah. <laughs> just, just gender and race. I'm probably thinking, white. You could probably, yeah, it was definitely <laughs> that guy. It was definitely that person. White guys have no flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why Tommy Bahamas stores exist. Because white guys can't dress themselves. You walk into any Tommy Bahamas store, you buy anything in that store, it will match instantly. Because white guys can't dress themselves. It's amazing. Tommy what? Tommy Bahamas. It's a store for like old guys and guys can't dress themselves. Dude, I get my shirts from fucking cons. <laughs> and but by the way, Bam, you better have a fucking shirt over there. I'm not going to have a fucking shirt to wear. Fucking <laughs> you have a shirt to wear home on the plane. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to be in the like the Wichita airport with his like, little saggy man boob just hanging out everywhere. Yeah. They're, <laughs> sag- they're a little saggy now. I, mean- I know that I'll probably not clash there in Wichita, but I mean, do you really want to see a hobbit's tits? I don't know. They're hairy, too. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back with some maximum effort and after action review. What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. I'm here with my best buddy, Ray. Yeah, what's up? Hey, and we're here to talk to you about Gamers Arsenal. Ray, tell me a little bit about Gamers Arsenal. Gamers Arsenal, a place to, you know, go and play competitively. You can can find me there. Get some good hardcore uh, competitive games in there. Get that practice. Uh, Get your AOS stuff. Get your uh, X-Wing stuff there, too. You got the good uh, X-Wing community. So our good buddy Alex, of course, opened up Gamers Arsenal for a place for gamers to be, you know, in our local community. Maybe there wasn't always space for tabletop gamers. There wasn't always space for X-Wing gamers. But now there's space for everybody. We got space. Alex opened up space for, if you can play Magic, you can play Magic there. You want to play Pokemon, you can play Pokemon. You want to play X-Wing, you want to play 40K, you want to play competitive, you want to play friendly. There's space for everyone in Gamers Arsenal. No, if you're playing friendly, don't don't, don't talk to me. (laughs) Just... Go find someone else. Go, go find, find, go find Alex. Yeah, go find Alex. You can find Gamers Arsenal online on their Facebook page at the Gamers Arsenal. Yeah, I, I moderate that. So uh, good luck. <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> go with that. Uh, we'll hope to see you guys all at Gamers Arsenal. Until then, ladies, bag of dicks. And we're back. <laughs> um, we're going to kick it off with a little maximum effort. This is the Andy heavy portion of the show. This is the Andy only section <laughs> of the show. <laughs> fucking I, mean Andy heavy. Yeah, I, I told you what I felt about Hobby last episode, so I might as well talk about it this episode. <laughs> I think it had something with the Hobby track and somebody. <laughs> you go poking the bear again. <laughs> you get me sued, Ray. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, I've been working a lot. Uh, post FAQ, uh, the, you know, the points change didn't screw up my list a lot. It tweaked it just enough, though, to like really fuck with my head. Like, just the point changes alone. Were- yeah, that's like, obviously, you know, everybody knows I play fucking El Fairy. So, uh-huh. like, there were some point changes. And you think, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, right? You just go down Reapers yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or your characters is five points. No. It's you're so used to building lists with yeah. certain things there that like you keep putting them there and then it's like, oh, shit, it fucking fitting. Why? Yeah. And it's not even like, oh, you're over like 
you know, two, three points. It's like, you're over 40 something points. Like, yeah. That's a whole fucking character. You're over 102 points. <laughs> you're over a whole character and I need that character to fill a battalion. Yeah. Or I need that character or my units don't do what I need them to do. Or I've got nothing to cover my back line. Or I've got nothing to do this one thing I really need them to do. It's something I've noticed like building all the... No, I wouldn't just say crafter like all the elders because I'm really going into everything right now. Is that I'm ha- I'm finding myself always like, okay, what powers do I want to use now? Because before I could get like three three different mm-hmm. warlock powers and be totally fine, but now it's like, okay, what am I going to build my army around? Which power am I actually going to use? And which is always ending up to be fucking protect Jinx, right? Because it's so good. But that that's that's elf talk. But that that has to do with the points. No, and all no, that it's shit. all about you know. Had my list been completely obliterated, right? Everything I was doing was now completely. If you were running eight Firens or right, right, seven right. Firens, however many it was, right? Like I could then say, okay, cool, I got to start from scratch with a whole new idea. But every idea I have, even post FAQ with my last list, is still the same kind of thought or iteration of what I was doing before. It just costs more now. Yeah, I'm like shit. So the things I used to be able to do to cover. I really want to do this one thing really well, but I have other things to cover the other things I need to do. Those other things aren't doing what they need to do now. <laughs> There's not enough of it. So what do I do? So I'm doing a lot of list building and not a lot of playing. <laughs> I've been really busy at work and anything, but uh, so I've been painting and you know, I'm hobbying now just to kind of try to get to the new things I want to get to. One of them, of course, we did a phone call with um, Matt Rett. Um, and I need to get Carnifexes um, and they're sold out everywhere except for eBay. And I'm, you can get them on eBay. They are fucking trash of all hell. There's you can still get the new ones in the box. There's some new in the box there. Oh, I didn't uh, see any. Uh, yeah, there's. You got to go look. There's some new in the box, so I'll be ordering those. They're really good. Think about think about being a independent contractor. You don't get paychecks on time. <laughs> so <laughs> I've that been sucks. waiting for like two weeks for a paycheck to roll in. That's not quite rolled in yet. See, that would be a time for an actual lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're defaming my bank account at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm waiting for a paycheck to get some, uh, I want to buy six more Carnifexes. There's a list I want to- Six? Yeah. You have two. I got two. That would put you at eight. Well, it put me at seven Carnifexes and an old one eye. Oh, okay. An old I was going to say, I did the math. Eye. I didn't fuck that up. Yeah, but it's six, it was, I have a list that I'm working on that has seven Carnifexes and an old one eye. <laughs> so we talked about how the shooty card effects were good. And you told me how you thought that that even with the shooty card effects, I might do well also with some close combat card effects. I like that style of play. Now I said that you would do well with some close combat in there. Yeah. But they still need to be Hormagander. Uh, well, you can, you can do them as Hormagander um, that way, but I fit them into a Kraken port, a Kraken list. I know, I know. I, I you sent me the list. I could always just move them over to Hormangander, but I want to try it as Kraken. Just them being in Hormangander is so good because you like you. They move eight, right, or seven? Seven. They move seven, right? They just move seven. They have two up safe. But like I, I've told you, I don't know if it was on the air or Texas or whatever that like you have these close guys, close combat guys that started on the line. They move seven, right? And like, hey, I'm here. And your opponent's like, okay, I'm going to shoot at these things that may not make a charge next turn. Or am I going to shoot the things that are already shooting my army right now? Yeah. And they're, those things are also two-up saves. Yeah. So you're always going to get a save. Right. Which, that two-up two, two up in this edition is really fucking good. Right. Really good. 
You don't eat invuls. Right. You really don't. And that's the benefit of being in Hormagonder. I get Kraken, right? Kraken. I love Kraken. Cause, I mean, yeah. when I build my list, it's it's probably going to be all Kraken, but that's just because I want to play an ultra-aggressive fucking in-your-face. Yeah, that's, that's the way, way I like to play. Way different than my Eldar, right? Right. That's the way I like to play, yeah. Yeah, so... But I, I totally hear what you're saying about the two-up. Like, it's going to take them It's going to give them the survivability, plus it gives your opponents, like, uh, target priority issues. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have one that's a moving seven, then advancing... The, you, Four. Do you still roll the two d six or three d six? Only in Kraken. Yeah, but I'm saying like if they were Kraken, you're gonna yeah. be rolling the three d six. You'll probably get a five or a six, right? With a three, and then fucking you already went between you know twelve to fucking thirteen inches, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You already basically and you could have made it. No, you can't advance a charge. You can't advance a charge with them unless yeah. you get something off of them. But I'm using that yeah, power. But for if they else. like, okay, I'm actually scared of this. They could probably kill that if they're shooting at stuff with negative two negative three because you're only at a three up save right if you had a two up save you would actually have better saves and probably live through it right. or take more fire and then your ship behind you is okay i'm gonna shoot you now since you didn't shoot at me right so there's plus pluses both ways because i mean charging getting stuck in combat falling back out still being able to charge is still really good yeah the only thing that makes it really good on Hive Tyrants is that they have fly, so they can jump over. Jump over or jump out and shoot or, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the close combat, the Carnifex, they don't have guns, right? They're just close. You can put, I, I, I've, I I've, wouldn't, I wouldn't because yeah. they're not going to be able to fall back and shoot anyways. Right, they can only fall so back So you're only going to get maybe two turns of shooting with them. And, and that's, and that's that. what I used them for is I had one I had one set of monstrous scything talons and one set of devoured brain leech worms. And for two turns, they would move and shoot, right? And then turn three, they were assaulting, mm-hmm. right? I see even the close combats, even if I'm advancing up the field, it's the same thing. For two turns, I'm going to be moving and not doing anything. And then turn three, I'm going to be assaulting you. So it may not be beneficial to have them in Kraken. Because by the by, then I'm halfway through the game, and how many chances I'm gonna get to fall back out and assault something? Probably not that often. Yeah, yeah. So your 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 point is taken. And I mean, if they have because you have they take a uh, monstrous scything talons, right? Yeah. So they do the three damage. Yeah, negative so like, three three they, damage. They don't go after those big blob squads. They go after those characters, characters, they go vehicles, after vehicles. Yeah. And yeah, that would start making them scary against your opponent. Like, oh fuck, I have characters up there, and you kill this fucker. Right. They go after things that are tough to kill. Characters. Um, so your hobby progress on yeah. that is not building them. Still looking. I'm st- I'm looking right. You're, I, you're but window I, shopping. I'm window shopping. Yeah, <laughs> but I want I want six more Carnifexes. <laughs> Anybody selling six more Carnifexes got to buy right here. Yeah, yeah. I'm a buyer. Um, I'm also working on my Swarm Lord. Uh, mm-hmm. I had one painted. I decided to repaint him in a different paint scheme. Uh, that green, the more of a green paint scheme that I've been starting to do. I'm sort of readjusting the way my Tyranids look. So half are kind of purple and half are kind of green, which yeah. I, I kind of like. They're all mixed up. I think it's cool that way. They're bio, you know, I know you like the whole uniformity thing. Yeah, I mean, like, ever since the last podcast we were saying about, like, how they're organic, is I think the word yeah. you used, and how they'd be all different, I still can't do it. You can't do it, but I kind of like the difference <laughs> in it. No, I so. know. I, I get it. And it makes sense. Like, it makes sense to me. I just can't do it. Right. Like, you can't do it. I can't look at my army and be like fucking hodgepodge fucking 
all over the place. Can't right, right, right. You're going to be like, your, your Tyranids are going to look the same. Yes. The exact same paints came across the board. Because Tyler's going to do but them. But you so. have three different fucking, uh, yeah. You see the bases? Yeah. They're all different colors, fucker. They're all different colors. Different high fleets. There <laughs> different you go. High fleets. Different high fleets. So I'm working on my Swarm Lord. He's been in some Space Marine soup. Um, it's basically just uh, water and simple green. Getting old paint off. He's mostly wash, so it's kind of coming off pretty easily. But I'm going to repaint. I'm repainting him. I'm taking the arms off, redoing that. Um, then I ordered some more gargoyles. Talked about it with my call with Matt Ritt. Um, and I got 10 more gargoyles, and I started painting those last night. I ran out of paint. <laughs> so That's what happens when you paint all the time. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of paint. I don't have that fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to go over to Gamer's Arsenal today and pick up some more paint. Um, I was also helping out, uh, more news just before I get into it. Some more maximum effort. Actually, I'll do that at the end. I'll do it at the end, but I'm, I'm painting some more stuff. I got some more paint. Oh, teaser. Yeah. It's a little teaser. I'm tickling the balls <laughs> just, a little bit. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just see just, if we like it. You know what happens with just the tip? There's a child that comes. Yeah. You get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. No. We start with just the tip. We know this is wrong, but it feels so good. So good. It's going in. Yeah. It's going I should in. wear a condom, but nah, it's too good. Well, we'll I'm already in. We it's already this. too late. We'll, we'll pull out. We'll pull out. No, I'm not pumped. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's pregnant. Fuck. Oh, I'll deal with it later. Just when when you're gonna <laughs> leave it in, don't thrust and leave it all the way in when you go. At least make an attempt to somewhat <laughs> come it, back. Make an attempt so you feel better about it when she gets pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's it's more it's, pregnant. It's more her fault if you do it that. Way. <laughs> <laughs> it's more. It's more her fault at that point. Yeah. But if I if I'm balls deep like splooging, it's yeah, all it's, that's it's all, all me. you. It's all, it's you. all me. It's all you. <laughs> You hear that, babe? It's all me. <laughs> Blame me for it. Oh uh, yeah, so I'm painting up some gargoyles. Uh, also, in my list building, I've started to look. I know you've told me no a number of times, but I'm looking at Gene Slayer Colts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they're they're good. Like it's, they're they're so cheap. It's so cheap. Like I built a battalion. Their rules are good, but they're they're so dependent on luck. Um, there's, they have stratagems now that help out with that luck. It makes the luck a little easier to come by. You can roll 3d6 and stuff like that. You roll 2d6 with a stratagem. If you come with a primus, it's 3d6. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know. You're going to stop it with a stratagem. How many times do you... No, you can't. That's before the game starts. Uh, it's at the end of the movement phase. So, yeah. Okay, I could, but I... Honestly, against Tyranids, I... That's and then the primus well, can also is that in the movement phase and the primus can also re-roll the dice. He can re-roll it if it's the primus doing it. So so your odds are definitely up there, but they're getting better. Right? But still, you're you're say you you have you've been doing good all all tournament, right? You're oh playing, yeah, you're playing that six game event. You're fucking you're five and zero oh right now. You're on your sixth game, and then you roll and it's three ones, and you re-roll and it's now a two a three one or two two ones oh, and yeah. one two. I've been there, yeah. I test the Gene Stiller Colts out. And you have this unit that's probably really expensive, really key to your strategy, just yeah. out of the game because you didn't roll whatever, well, five or six. I yeah, five or six is really what you Four, five, or six. Five, is, five and six is really what you want. Five, if you're doing like neophyte hybrids, that's the shooting, that's the cult, uh, the conscript variety. Acolyte hybrids or um, the, the Gene Stealers, you want the six. See the one thing that the Gene Stealer Colt provides is that you can ally Imperium for the for the tanks and stuff like that. Yeah. But 
But then you might as well just play guard. I did that. I started building a Gene Stiller cult list, and it was all just Imperial Guard at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I'll pull I'll pull these guys out, and I'll pull the Pierce Strain Gene Stealers out. Let me put some more guardsmen in there with... I was like, that, and like holy fuck, it's all Sentinels, Lehman Rust tanks, and freaking conscripts. Yeah. <laughs> I just built a freaking IG list. What the fuck? And I threw that shit out because I didn't want it on my fucking battle scribe. Like, obviously, <laughs> everybody is, you know, do what you think they'll win you event, but... I think they're too gimmicky and cute yeah. to really be effective. Because Tyrannids themselves, the Codex itself, is, is really, really good. Right. And I don't think they need the help. I, I built it because I have the models, so I split um, a Death Watch. So, if you have a Supreme Command attachment and you take... Or even if you have, three, if you already have two three battalions, Maguses, yeah. if you already have two battalions, you just take a patrol and you take a Magnus and then like a troop unit, which I... Or, Gene Sewer's troops and them? No, they're elites. They're elites? Yeah. Okay. So, you, but you could take the Acolyte hybrids, which are like half Gene Stealers. Yeah, so then you could take that if you want, but I'm pretty sure three Acolytes is still cheaper than one Acolyte, right? An Acolyte hybrid unit was pretty close to a Gene Stealer unit. It was cheaper, though. No, what's the but, Psyker guy? Oh, a Magus? Man, if you take three Magus, I'm pretty sure they're cheaper than... The Patriarch is the Gene Stealer variety of the Psyker. The Patriarch, he's like the Broodlord. Yeah, he's, he's very expensive. Oh, he is. He's like, well, he's not as expensive as a brood. He might be like 160, 150. 160? Yeah, that's how much a broodlord is. 162. Holy, holy tits. But a Magus is like 68. Whatever one does the mind control power. Yeah, a Magus. 68? Perfect. Yeah, he's 68 or 72, something cheap. Yeah. He does so mind that's control. Roughly like 200 points, like close to it. It's not 200 yeah, points, but yeah. close to it. 200 points, you can do mind control. That mind control is so fucking good. Yeah. So good. So I built a list with two Maguses, a Primus, because the Primus does the, the, the re-roll of the dice for the move-in. He also gives bonuses. You're in six inches of guys. So it was two um, Neophyte hybrids, which are the conscript units. They come in, they shoot, and then one Acolyte hybrid unit, because they're like mini genes to those with guns. Oh, you did the battalion. I did a battalion. It was like 640 points. But if you do a Supreme Command, you can do the one guy that gives you the re-roll, and then do yeah. two guys that does the mind control power. And then you take an elite for the gene stealers. Yeah. The pure strength. The pure strains are more expensive, though, than regular gene stealers. So I might just take gene stealers. Or I could, take, I could take the acolyte hybrids and do the patrol. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to look not, at it. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of them. I know. I know you're not a fan of them. I'm I not have, a fan of cute. You're not a fan of cute? No. Just big boobs and fat asses. Yeah, that's not cute. <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> But I, I split a Death Watch Overkill box with my 40k daddy Jeff. Um, he took the Death Watch. I took the the stuff. So I'm like really close. Like I'm that close to having stuff. a battalion. What's that? You took the stuff. They took the Death Guard, the Death Watch. And I took the um, the Gene Stealer Colt. We split the box. If anybody still has the Harlequin part side of the Masquerade. Oh yeah, the mask. Yeah. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. Don't need Eldred, but I need them. <laughs> Eldred's up there. Yeah. But all his glory. Speaking of Death Watch, there is news. Oh, yeah. Death, Death Watch. So I figured since I talked about the Death Watch overkill. More, more, cu- more cute stuff. More cute stuff. You don't like it? They're, I mean, it, it's good rules. They're just expensive. Yeah. It's just more. Well, going on to Hobby Progress, I saw this Death Watch stuff, and I saw you could put the Primaris Marines. Had, like, there was a lot of rules around them. I've got three sets of the Dark Imperium box, and I have all these Primaris Marines that are still sitting on the sprues that I have not touched. There's nothing wrong with that. Look around my yeah. 
So I thought, well, this cool new Death Watch box and these new rules are going to come out. So I pre-ordered a codex from uh, Gamers Arsenal. I'm going to get the box and I'll pay some Marietta, models. California. Yeah, in Marietta, California. Yeah, I'm plum plugging him. You know, well, not plugging him, but <laughs> oh, everybody plugs him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. So I figured I would. I'll paint up some models and see if it's any good. You know, I got no, there. Mo- There's definitely going to be some stuff in there that it's good, right? Like I think Imperium armies may look into them, like because that's how you can do uh, the Primaris Marines. Primaris Marines have not been bad. I mean, they've been good. Just no, I'm, I'm not saying. They've not been bad. They're just points. Yeah. There's just other things that you can get for the same points that would, that do better. Right. That do more for what the points you, you pay. You can see cool tricks in there somewhere. Because but when you have a model that's a two-up save in cover. Right. Has two wounds each. Can be brought back by apothecaries and shit. Right. Like, that's a good backfield unit. And oh, yeah. shoots further. Now, with a death watch, they have special issue ammunition. So, those guns that already shoot full... Farther than regular, rapid fire, regular yeah. than fucking normal bolters, are now AP two, I believe. Now, if yeah. you well, if you use the, well, depending on what ammunition you use, right, 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 right. I see a lot of potential in them. I would have to see the codex in full to yeah. see what else they could do, but that it's also not uh, put this army on the on the board and do well. You have to know what you're doing and what like. I like it and it interests me because it's one of those armies like, okay, what am I going to do this next turn, right? Or what am I going to do this first turn before the game starts, right? So I got to, okay, I'm going to be using whatever they call their things where they have re-rolls to... Right. Re-roll ones to wound or to hit? I think, that was I think it's wounds. I can't remember. I can't yeah. remember. Whatever. We don't have the codex yet. Yeah, yeah. But it was re-roll ones of something against HQ troops, yada, 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 yada. And if you already know when you're when you're deploying or like your opponent's deploying, like oh I'm going to do this, like you already know which one to pick, and then you can use stratagems to change that as you go through the game. And if you're good at it, it'll always be beneficial to you. Yeah. If you're bad at it, which fucking eighty percent of the fucking people, eighty to ninety percent of mm-hmm. people that fucking play them are going to be, and they're going to be like, I reroll ones to fucking troops. Cool. All my troops are in vehicles. Yeah. Eat a dick. Awesome. <laughs> well, I saw. I won't I, get them out this yeah, turn. Then what I liked was when you mixed like varieties of units together. So if you had like an intercessor in with an inceptor, right? Yeah. All of a sudden they gain fly, even though they don't fly. Yeah. So now I can fall back and shoot. Sweet. Cool. But I like the idea of it gave you so many tactical options. I could just see like no matter where you went. Let's say you go into a five game tournament. I have no idea. Like I travel to a five day tournament. I have no idea what I'm going to see. Right or you know, some the meta is changing. You could walk in there and say, "I've got a strategy for everything." You know, it may not win, but I've got a strategy for everything. There's, it just looks like a very flexible army. The and I kind of like the idea. Fucking stratagems that go to certain Xeno armies are fucking annoying. Yeah, <laughs> there's just things in there I saw, so I have to see the whole codex to really, you know, dive into it and say, "Hey, there's really some meat in here." I think there's going to be a unit or two in armies. Yeah. It's going to mix them with a guard army, army somewhere. <laughs> a full army. Yeah, of course. Imperium is, you take a battalion of guard, and then he's your warlord, you he's your fucking warlord, and he takes the one fucking relic. Right. And then you take whatever you want after that. And then after that, then you actually like make your army. Right, you play the army you after want to you, play. After you pay your 300 <laughs> point tax, or whatever the fuck it costs, it may be even fucking right, cheaper. to play Imperium. It may be even fucking cheaper than that. 
Then you play your fucking. Then you put your army. Your three guard units with mortars. Yeah. (laughs) So so the way I look at it is like Imperium actually plays you know 1750, 1650 actually. Yeah. And then whatever guard, yeah, the little guard battalion. It it makes up to the two thousand. Fuck (coughs) that shit. I would be told. It's cool. I get it. Right. But the motherfucker should be back. You should be getting shit back on sixes. You should be stealing on sixes and getting six, just like every yeah. other fucking codex. Right. So I saw that and I, I went back to my, I had a bunch of Primaris Marines. I thought, well, let me break these guys out again. So I've clipped them out of their sprues. I'm putting them together. I'm priming them. I'm getting ready for paint. You know, when I see the codex, I'll decide like what paint scheme I want, but I want to see the codex. I'm not going to do the death guard. It's, it's black, the black and silver. silver. Yeah. I'll, I may do a, ver- a variation of that, but it's not going to be the exact like. You know me. I put in the maximum effort, man. It's, it's black <laughs> with silver. Yeah, you like the silver and black, don't you, Ray? Yeah. Ray to Ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're number one. <laughs> Go Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all you. So that's my maximum effort. Uh, quite a bit of maximum effort. We did a little side, though. And so, you know. So I figured we'll go into some after action review with Ray. Because I haven't got any games in. I've been a giant pussy. So That sucks. I, I've actually gotten a lot of games, but I haven't got like my normal. I usually get like four, four or five games a week. And I did do um, ETC practice though, didn't you? No, yeah, but I'm saying like I, I'm just saying like I normally get four to five games a week. You know, mm-hmm. with Hayden going on Gamers Arsenal, right, right. go to your house sometimes. Like I have, that hasn't been a thing for a while because everybody's been fucking busy. Yeah, we're fucking having Caesars and shit. Yeah. Fucking just nonchalantly, just fucking like, oh, I'm cool. Shake it off, man. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're fucking listening, not a small issue. You know who you are. Not Se- a small issue. Seizure's not a small issue, okay? So don't make light <laughs> of that. We actually give a shit. So stop <laughs> yeah. making light of that bullshit. Uh, but uh, yeah, so with uh, the ATC coming in July. Yeah. In July, um, I'm, I was asked to play with uh, Frontline, the guys guys from Frontline, you know, Reese, Frankie, yeah. James, and, Bra- and Brandon Grant. But... Uh, I was going over there to practice and began learning a lot of stuff. It's really, really cool. I, I love the fucking super hyper competitive games. You're learning a lot in the way that I learn a lot. I guess. I don't know really <laughs> what that means for you, but I've. When I lose, <laughs> I learn a lot. <laughs> well, I don't lose all the time. I still win, <laughs> but I do lose too. But then, like, usually, like, like even like, uh, brought, or not broadside, uh, what did it just pass? Kingdom Con. Yeah, no, broadside, broadside bash. When broadside bash, I was when I lost my games, it was by one point. Yeah, it was close. Or I tied, and like that's how all my games have been before I've been practicing for ATC. Is that I've been losing by one or two points. Like now, when I do lose, it's like ten points, like nine points, and it's kind of frustrating because I'm usually used to playing a lot closer games, right. but I am learning a lot more. Like I'm playing more. If people think uh, first turn assaults are gone, they're not. I can tell you that from experience. No, they're not. Right. Um, Spam, in a sense, is gone for like those really efficient elite units, but spam is still there. Yeah, three of of a lot of something is still a lot of something. Yeah, especially when they're either really resilient or really killy. Like it's still there. There's still spam. Death guard flies. There's 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 different things of spam that. You could still somewhat technically. I mean, the squadrons. I mean, trans uh, dedicated tra- transports. Yeah, like that's. I think that's what we're gonna see a little bit. 
Razorbacks and, you know. Um, Maybe. See, the thing that makes, like, the, like, because I've been toying around with the Wave Servants fan list. Yeah. And what makes it good and better, what I believe is better than the, than the, the Razorback spam equivalents, even even with Gilman, is that they're going against. Once you touch those tanks, those Razorbacks, they're done. Game is pretty much over because now they can't shoot. Yes, you know the infantry can fall back if you're Ultramarines, but not the tanks because Ultra or Imperial tanks don't get fucking chapter tactics. So pretty much game's over. You, you, once you touch like two, three tanks, almost all their firepower is gone. When you play against Eldar with Wave Serpents, cool, you charge this. We're charging you. We don't fucking care because we just fly. We fall back and fly. Mm-hmm. And then we shoot whatever we want or mortal wound, whatever we want. It's not a very point-and-click army, I think, with a, with a Wave Serpent spam. There's a lot of like important decisions you need to do and what to touch, how to touch. And your opponent can still interact to, to not to prevent you from doing what you want to do. But still really good. They're more resilient than most people's tanks. For one with the uh, negating multiple damage. Well, them being T7, negating one of the damage of anything. They fly, so they're always going to be shooting. Um, They have a mortal wound. They basically have a smite. Mm -hmm. And then after they all smite, then there's a way to get more smites with a command uh, CP. And it's only one of them, but it's still mortal wounds. Right. Um, They don't die very easy. And then their minus is to hit. Yeah. Then you can make a minus two to hit. They can get really, really resilient. Really resilient. Yeah. And you can't shrug off nine shots, strength six, that on sixes, they're automatically oh, yeah. uh, negative three. They're resilient. They shoot a ton. Their shooting is efficient. Um, you know, I think I'm going to come back to it. I keep telling you, I broadside, I think wave serpents are good, man. <laughs> like, I think they're going to be good. They're they're good. They're definitely good. There's <clears throat> definitely some weak points to it. Sure. With the, with the kill power, they can't go against... Like what we're gonna talk Blob about squads. the three test rack volts. Like okay, I can't really deal with that with that list. Now my list also has ways of taking down big things because sure. I, I equip because I'm not a full fledged like wave serpent spam. It's more balanced. There's still gonna be some still, dark reapers still, in there. Yeah. yeah, of course, there's always dark reapers. Yeah. I mean, they just <laughs> well, always. Yeah, it's like yeah. I think they come with a crew of wave serpents, don't they? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ray doesn't play Eldar. He plays dark reapers. <laughs> I've always liked fucking Dark Reavers. <laughs> they fucking have skulls on the head. What is not to fucking like about that? It's fucking cool. Well, the really old ones had skulls. They're like on the, the riptide of like the Eldar. It's like you take, okay, how many Dark Reapers can I fit into my list? Okay, now I pick the rest of my list. Yeah, that is technically true. <laughs> so, like I said, I've been playing mini games against Chaos, Alpha Legion, Black Legion, what else? Uh, World Leaders. Seeing it, seeing it all. Thank you. Uh, playing playing with a against the Dark Elder, man, those fuckers are fast. Yes, they are. There is a lot a Dark Elder, especially a full like Dark Elder army. Like, cause I I I splash Dark Elder, right? I yeah, splash yeah. like I told you my little trick last episode. Your little patrol detachment just to stop. Not even patrol, just auxiliary, just yeah. to stop stratagems. Um. It's one when you're playing an army like that where it just has a little splash because then, then you know what they're doing. But when you play an army that's just nothing but Dark Eldar, there's a lot of... In, there's a People may say Graf World's tricky. Dark Eldar have a lot of shit going yeah. on. They have a lot of little special nuanced rules. Combat drugs. Fucking what, the power from pain. 
fucking their stratagems. Their stratagems are their obsessions, and- or yeah, their their obsessions are like there's three different obsessions because so technically you're playing three different codexes and one codex. Yeah, and the stratagems are all interacting with the different fucking obsessions. There's a lot of shit in there, and I like it. I'm not a big fan of all their models, but there's a lot of good stuff in there. If you're a dark Eldar player, I'm pretty sure you're happy. You've been probably playing them for a little bit. You also didn't give a shit about fucking turn two deep strike only because yeah. you came in turn two anyways because you wanted re-rolls to fucking charge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I was doing that already. Uh, you have things that are already flying across the table. Going, Everything's really fast. Everything moves fast. Everything goes yes. fast. I don't need the I don't, deep strike now, to be Now, in that your being face. said, I don't say that Dark Elder's a point-and-click army whatsoever because they are the definition of a glass cannon. Right. I mean, you shoot bolters. Like, if you had an army of, of just space marines with bolters, you, you could probably that army. kill yeah. a shit ton. I'm, I'm saying even their tanks, you could kill fucking yeah, everything, raiders, which is yeah. bolters. Everything. Everything could die to a bolter. Yeah, Death Watch would love to see some Dark it's, Elder it's, show up. <laughs> it's insane how much, like, you could kill just bolters. Sweet. Look at those paper airplanes. Over I mean, there. Fucking, shoot the fuck out of those things. Now, bolters <laughs> would do fair better than las guns but las guns can even kill them sure they don't have saves yeah whatsoever when you're playing against dark eldar and if they have like because if you look at a full two two thousand point list of dark Eldar, there's a lot of fucking models yeah there's a lot they're cheap cheap as shit and they hurt when they shoot you they hurt and, when they assault you and then when they fucking kill your shit don't get down on yourself stay focused like i tell everybody on the team of fucking dark Star gaming yeah you may have had a bad turn two bad turn one you know your opponent had a good turn one or turn two just stay fucking focused in the fucking mission just keep your target target priority on point if you're playing against dark eldar your games games will be a lot closer than you think they would be yeah. after that first turn because first turn they're gonna shoot the shit out they're of gonna you. fuck you up first turn it's gonna hurt it's like my jeans throws i'm gonna fuck you up turn just, one just remember this if you don't remember anything else from the fucking podcast if you have a squad of bolters you can kill any unit in the fucking Dark, dark Elder Elder. Army. Any unit. Anything. <laughs> Literally anything. Bolt guns win. <laughs> yes. So just remember that, and you should be able to find you're never out of the fight against Dark Elder. That's I. But I think that's like kind of like I guess the turn on of playing Dark Elder. It's always a game, right? You always have to like because there's a point in Eldar, like Craft World, like okay, I got this in the back. As right. long as I don't do something idiotic. Or forget to fucking do something. I'm in position. I've got my alleys of shooting. I've got the board control. I have board control. I'm in, pl- I'm in place where I need to be top of turn three. I know where I need to be. I'm here I can, now. I, can, I win. Right. I can make things not die or really hard to die. Right. I've got the flexibility to do that. I can make it be I really killy for two turns and then really protective for the last four. You go to Dark Eldar, they can have all of that. Board control, everything. They have fucking five squads of fucking bolters. Shit's, shit's still gonna die and you don't know how it's gonna go yeah like orcs same thing like they're just gonna shoot a lot like orcs kind of scares dark elder but they're gonna shoot a lot of fucking shots and as long as you make dark elder roll saves they're gonna die so i've been practicing against that and the fact that what i said is that as i always kept focused like okay kill something hold an objective is there a way i can hold more is there a way i can kill more Okay, do this, do this, do this, and I was able to still win those games. Right, right. They may have more models on the board. They may have had better board control, but because I was doing that, and since we play ITC over here, you're always in the fight. 
and you're fine. That's what that's what I've been learning playing mm-hmm. Dark Eldar. And try to learn how to bait stratagems. You want your opponent, even if they have Craft World with Blackheart, Dark Eldar, pure Dark Eldar, Harlequins of Dark Eldar, whatever. If you're playing someone that has Blackheart, spend stratagems like fucking crazy. Right. Because, yes, he's going to block. He's going to spend three. Okay, go roll. Oh, I get mine's back. Okay, you don't. Okay, I'm going to do I'm gonna do this really cool thing. <laughs> no? Okay. I've got three I, really cool things you, I'm trying to do this you turn. Which you one do you want to stop? You didn't roll. <laughs> three a, command points. Yeah, you didn't roll a six. Okay, cool. I get mine's back. You spend your three. You're down six now. How many more command points you have? Fucking, if we're in the new era, six. six, right? But I'm at, okay, I still have 12. You're right. Okay. When we get to turn five, I'm going to still be doing stratagems. I'm going to do all my cool tricks now, and you're going to have nothing left. And there's nothing you can do. Like you can't re-roll them rolls. You can't do that. Cool like I've, that I've, you need I've, to do. I've seen people that when I've had Blackheart, like they just don't cast stratagems. Okay, my because usually armies that have no do the exact opposite. I've been thinking that exact same thing. Like how many stratagems can I pack into one phase? How many cool tricks? Can it's kind of it's kind of like in the psychic phase, right? Or seventh edition psychic phase, where you would go and like, okay, I'm gonna cast this power. Okay, I'm going to cast this power, but you're really keeping the power that you really want to use at the very end. Right. And you're trying to make your opponent spend his entire warp charge pool. Now, that's an old fucking concept. Yeah. To try to block that one power, right? And then he does it. And it's like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to do this. Right. And then I don't really have to stress about it because I don't need to roll a bajillion whatever it was to do. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a four plus or something. I don't fucking remember anymore. Yeah, it's been so long. I threw that addition out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> But it's the same concept. So if you played back in 7th and how you baited psychic powers and how to deny, it's the same thing you deal with uh, Vect. And that's what I've learned in my practices for ATC. Is you still spend stratagems. It's a, it's the same thing when you have a Kalexis assassin. Yeah. Or not Kalexis, the girl assassin. Like your opponent has the girl assassin. Uh, Calidus. There you yeah. go. The Calidus, where she, on a 4+, plus, she makes you spend one more. Don't let that change your game. Yeah. Spend your fucking... I'm going to spend two command points to do this. Go ahead, roll. Oh, you didn't roll three plus? Okay, cool. It's still two command points. And if you do that, and if it happens enough times, it actually gets in your opponent's head that I've seen. Right. Everybody that I've played has has this in their mind that, oh, I'm not going to cast stratagems on turn one, and I'm going to be good. And then when you start, just fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Just know when you're playing Blackheart, think, okay, what strategy? This is where you get to know your stratagems. Like, this is my army, and these are the stratagems I need to do to do what I want to do, right? For Tyranids, it's like movement stratagems. I've got three stratagems, I think, that I can use. So I'm going to use all three of them in the movement phase, and I'll let you decide which one you want to stop. But you also got to remember that the Vex, the person using the Vex stratagem has to do it immediately when you spend it. He doesn't get to see all three stratagems. Right. It's, you're doing them one at a time. I'm going to move twice. Nothing? Okay, I'm moving twice. I'm going to double my advance move. I'm going to move twice. I'm going to do something else. Right, yeah. right. It has to be immediate. Immediate when you use it. And let there be a pause. So so if you're in the if you're in the assault phase, like, like for me, it's like, I want to move again, right? So I'm going to re-roll some fucking dice. Like, oh, I really want to kill this guy. I'm going to re-roll this one dice for a command. Oh, I'm going to stop that one. Cool. Spend your three command points. Cool. You blocked it. Okay. I got mine back. Sweet. Okay. I didn't re-roll that one, but I killed the rest of the fuck of that shit. I still killed that unit. Now I'm going to spend my command point. I'm going to move again in advance, right? Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to, now I'm going to spend three more command points. Boom. Now I surround the rest of your units. Okay, cool. We're good. 
Yeah. You want to you want to stop something else? <laughs> it's back to seventh phase psychic phase. Just seventh no. edition psychic phase. And I've been talking like when I said even talked to my roots. Like I'm 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 considering a world where Blackheart, Dark Eldar stop stratagems. Okay, how do I account for that? And that's part of why I've been taking so long to get to the tables. I've been thinking about I'm overthinking this partially, and I've had a lot to do, but like. I don't want to get that into my head. I just want to go, okay, cool. I'll build a list that can deal with it. I know I'm going to see it. Everyone's going to take it. Anybody that has an Eldari. Eldar is everywhere. Gonna have it. It's everywhere. It's, it's might like, not see it all at ATC because the <clears throat> right, restrictions are right. Early really, restrictions. But like, if you walk, and if you, you, if you don't know, so in the ATC, you have a team of five and everybody on your team has to have a set army. We resubmit our list early before the event starts. And the team is one zero to one every army. So say, so say that I'm playing I'm playing Craftworld, but I want uh, Dark Eldar Blackheart. So I take my little auxil- auxiliary cute thing, so I can get that stratagem. Right now, that means my other four guys on my team cannot play Dark Eldar. Right. I took one model. My entire team can't have Dark Eldar. Yeah. It's the same for Imperium, Chaos. Like, if you take one of the army, the rest of your team can't take any detachment, whatever. I, I like this. I, I like this a lot. When I when I first heard about this, I was like, oh, this is really fucking cool. Like, it is definitely cool. It, it's it's a, You have to talk to your teammates on how you want to like build your armies and stuff. Uh, the ETC is a little bit uh, different. Well, they have the same rule, but it's you have eight members, so now it becomes to like really like do you you're using a lot of codexes. Do right? you really need that detachment of said army? Because this person, I really do. Yeah, it comes. I'm playing it comes a whole army of this. Okay, it, it ATC is only five, so you know you can have two armies per person. That's you know you could have an entire Eldar Elf Fairy team. Could no. you? No. Uh, no, Yunari, you still can't. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yunari yeah. just gives you keywords. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't give you a new codex. So, if there's a Yunari team member, and he has Dark Eldar and Craftworld, there cannot be any Craftworld or Dark Eldar because in the current yeah. FAQ it says that they still count as Craftworld and I, Dark I just, Eldar. I, I'm, I'm back to thinking that it, it the Craftworld codex feels like five different codexes in one because. Because the different craft worlds, it feels like it. There's, there's different ways to play, but I but yeah. I think that's for every codex. You, you look at Tyranids. There's different ways they're going to play Tyranids. Yeah, it's just it's not as it's not as varied. But I think that the craft worlds are, or that then you have Harlequins, and then you've got oh my god, we got the clowns, the clowns, and you have the Dark Elder. I just feels I hope like they get have, a stop stratagem too. It feels like you have so many armies. It almost feels like Eldar, like you've got. Like Eldar are kind of misplaced in the Xenos. Like they had should have like We are Im- the greatest race in the universe. You've got the Imperium, you've got Chaos, and you've got Eldari, and then you got the rest of the Xenos. Like swimming around in a pool. Yeah, fucking Necrons, Tau, Tyranids. Well, Tyranids do have an ally now. You have technically two. Not really. Because they've actually especially written out genes to their <laughs> cult from anything we could do. They've they've especially written out soup for that. For Tyranids and yeah, genes to their cult. That was a little weird. They wrote it in like it was in like nine different things in the FAQ, but except for Gene Stirkolt and Tyrion, you can't do that. Like you can't have an ally. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so for for after action reviews is what we call it, right? Games yeah, yeah, played. Yeah. So you did some ATC action. I can't talk too much about them because then the fucking teammates. There are some teammates I do listen to this, so we get all butt hurt. Don't get butt hurt. We're just it's happening. We know it's happening. But oh. what I did see, which kind of a segment I want to get into, is we call also played. We do more than just 40k. On occasion. Uh, yeah, on occasion. I, I do. You want me to go on that? Yeah. All right. So uh, the game is Arsenal here in uh, Marietta, California. Having a Shadespire League going on. And I was like, yeah, you know, games take, you know, short. They're actually really short. You get three full games in under two hours. Three full games. That's three games of three fucking four round. Now I'm just saying words. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Now I'm just saying words. <laughs> it's three games with each game having four activations of three turns. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So there's a lot going on. There's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of math there, too. A, yeah, did not like, did not like that. <laughs> you um, your brain kind of... I heard your brain squeak a little bit when it happened. You see my eye twitch a little bit? <laughs> you got a headache thinking she, about it. It was bad. Hurt. Um... But yeah, so play Shades Bar. I play uh, Blood Reavers. <coughs> play the uh, pretty in your face kind of like it's kind of like throw two guys to go die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I kill something, and then I'm inspired, and then I just fucking wreck face after that. Has been working. <laughs> uh, I've been losing. I lost to Alex by like a couple uh, con or whatever they're called conquest, conquest points, points, I think. And then I lost. Uh, I played Francisco this past week. On Friday, I believe this past Friday, and he beat me. Did three rounds. He won the first one. I won the second one. But then he won the third one. What does he play? He plays, of course, orcs. Orcs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you think he was going to play <laughs> anything else? Yeah, he was and everything yeah, during the does. games, and he like he like gets. He growls. And he's, and he's a fun opponent. Man. He's fun to play with. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're listening, Francisco. It's a great game. Uh, don't ever mind me getting mad at dice because yeah, I still I have bad dice in that game too. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me it's still you it doesn't matter what the game system is there's no ones on the fucking dice i still <laughs> you, roll you found them. fucking four ones you found them i could have a super duper combo of three different ploys to make me swing five fucking times to miss five fucking times and there's no like it, it was funny because every time i rolled right and i like didn't get it in, i was like come on whoa I can't come in point. There's, no, there's <laughs> none of that here. Reroll. Yeah, it, it sucked. It sucked. Yeah, but I mean, one of the games that uh, happened, I was able to pull it out because he had one of those moments too, where like he had four dice and he just missed all of them too. So I mean, it's it's very tactful, but at the same time, very relying on dice because like there are some cards that are very powerful, but you have to roll a dice at the same to make it work. And it's like a 50-50 anyways. Right, right, right. So, like, I don't know. There's a, But, I mean, it was a lot of fun. There was times where, like, we were rolling. And, like, it was like, oh! And we'd be, like, yelling in the middle of the, the store. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. See, even, even with Alex, it was it was the same thing. Like, that was two weeks ago. So, I, it's less vague in my mind. Um, he, Like I said, he beat me by, like, two conquest points. And it was... it's. The games like you're doing your cards and stuff, the ploys and the upgrades and stuff, 
and you like i'm not too like in depth in it so i don't know like what everybody can do for like so there was things that i was doing i was like okay now i gain a conquest point because now there's three upgrades that have been played and i'm like oh all right cool yeah <laughs> sweet <laughs> so this is what it feels like when i don't really I don't they, understand when the game I, when i yeah I'm when that I, w- guy at the bottom table. Yeah, I'm the bottom table guy now. I'm the I don't know the, What are you gonna do? What does that do? Wow. Okay, oh, that's cool. really that's really good. I'm really out of position for this now. Um. <laughs> so I lose, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So that card says I lose now, right? Cool. Cool. You want to go have a beer? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it, Chase Fire Man. If you haven't if you haven't tried it, if you I know you've been having a ton of fun playing it, and I, see, fun. I, I keep seeing your name pop up on the Gamers Arsenal Facebook page for the the pairings and everything, and I was like, he's really enjoying Shade Spire, and it's like I, I keep saying, I'm and I'm losing. It. You're right. I'm not even winning, but you're it's still fun. having fun. It's so fun because it's that deck building. Because I mean, I used to play Magic. Yeah, and I love that. Like, I'm never a person to build a deck. But I could play the shit out of a deck. Right. That's the same thing I do in Shadespire. They they uh they post decks online and I play them like, oh I like this one. I like what these cards are doing. Like I can see what the deck is doing, right? right. They lay it all out and I'm like, oh okay, I see what you're trying to do here. And I try to play it. And it's really fun. Just a lot of times when I roll five fucking dice, <laughs> the shit's supposed to die. Right, it didn't die. Like literally all I needed was one to go through and the 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 model died. But yeah. hey, it's a it's it's a luck-based game on top of, like... It's kind of like a measure your risk. I don't know, really. It's like... I don't know what I'm trying there, to there's, say. There's two levels of luck. It's like you're playing blackjack and craps all at the same time, right? You're pulling cards and hoping you get the right cards in the right order so you can play the cards. And then you got to roll the dice to make sure you're landing on the cards. So the one and thing, I, though, like, if uh, card draw... Same thing in Magic, right? When you, if for any of you out there that that played Magic or or play Magic even with 40k, um, and if you do that, you are a baller because it's expensive to do both. I've tried. <laughs> um, you live in your grandmother's house and you don't pay any if rent. You're, if you're playing standard, like it's a super expensive, uh, or Legacy, that card draw is very. What I've seen is very important in Shadespire, right? Because I can't remember the minimum deck sizes. I know they are legal because I'm taking them off the internet. I don't got to worry about that. These like one tournaments, so like don't got to worry about that. It's an so illegal you, list. You're you're depending on a guy on the internet to say what's good and what's not good. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm not gonna go that far into the game <laughs> that I just like. Like I just like playing it. It's just cool to play, right? I'm I'm not trying to be like ITC fucking top ten. Right. I'm not trying to do that. There'd be no David Cuts or Husue Ibarra. Just saying, fucking pretty dick is above me. By one in the West Coast. And he's above me in the world, I think, by two. Pretty dick. Motherfucker, I'm going to come up and win every fucking gamer's haven so you do not get <laughs> Just shit. to knock your ass down. <laughs> yeah. I beat him over at freaking GA. I let him. I remind him of that too when we were leaving Broadside Bash. He goes, "Oh, cool, thanks, man." I go, "Don't forget, I fucking beat your ass one time, so you don't don't get your head off." Yeah, all. you gotta put him back in his place. <laughs> gotta put him back in his place. You want some shit one day, motherfucker? Come correct. So Shadespire, try yeah. it out. A lot of fun. I mean, I'm losing <laughs> every game that I've played. Like, well, I've won a game in the in the match in general. Right, right, it's, right. It's yeah. Three matches in one game, but. I still lost overall. Yeah. Still having fun. It's it's great. I still get frustrated dice. Yeah. Apparently, there's still ones on fucking these dice that have symbols on it. Yeah. And I roll them. 
Yeah. A little bit like, um, it's a little bit like X-Wing the Dice. With those critical hits. And yeah, that's the, another fucking thing. Yeah. You always play somebody that's like, oh, it's my first time. Can you stop fucking ro- rolling criticals? <laughs> yeah, Heidi. I played, I played, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pale Elf. Pale Elf. The fuck? So I, I was playing, well, real quick, uh, back to Francisco, the game that I played this past Friday. I got like four, no, it was three hits. Three hits on the fucking, uh, one, of his, one, of, one of his guys. Would kill him. But I didn't get no crits, right? Right. So that means in Shadespire, if he rolls one crit, he blocks them all. He blocks them all, and he only had one dice for defense. And of course, the motherfucker rolls, rolls a crit. <laughs> he rolled a crit like three times that game to block like all this damage. I'm like, motherfucker, dude, <laughs> so fucking mad. But then that's where my bad sport comes in. I'm really mad. I'm really, really bad when it comes to dice, and I know. And I realize it during the game, like, I'm being a real fucking dick about this dice. But then I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just, just own it. Own it. Yeah. Just I mean, it. if you're going to be like that, just fucking just own it, right? Like that. So, in my also played, a little also played. Um, what, you played? I thought you didn't play. You didn't have nothing in the notes. Right there. Number three in the also played. Oh, okay. I see it now. I see it now. Dungeons and Dragons. Well, if you're, if you're the DM, I don't think that matters. You didn't play. You what? were you were the game. I was the game. <laughs> you were the game. I am the game. But uh yeah, I um the kids have been asking to play some Dungeons and Dragons. I've been trying to find ways to get them into my hobby and I talk about it every once in a while here on the show. I try to get my kid into like um Space Wolves. I try to get my kid into Stormcast Eternals. Um but all the kids are down to play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm looking for something to bring them into my nerd world, right? I actually like my family a little bit, you know. I want to spend some time with them. What are you implying? I don't. Yeah, I'm not saying I did. You don't. <laughs> but you know, I saw Heidi. She beat you in some Shadespire once. You never played her again. One time. <laughs> One fucking time. Yeah, but I DM'd a game of Dungeons and Dragons with the kids, and uh, they had a fantastic time doing it. They're all out, like they're all like trying to build characters now, and they all want to get like super into it. I, I personally think that's a good place to start is like in the family. Yeah. Because what I've noticed is I, like I've done D&D like, you know, I've been playing D&D a little bit. Like I go to one of Heidi's friends, like uh, one of Heidi's friends, husband actually does D&D. Right. And so I go over there and when I went over there for my first time, I didn't know anybody. Right. I was the person that like, who the fuck is this dude? Like why is he You're not, the interloper? Why is he not know you're, anything? You're so and so's husband. Yeah. yeah. Why do you not know anything about this game? Can you fucking hurry up? This right? is our group. Come on, just roll a D twenty already. Yeah. It, it's 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 very like a lot of pressure on you, and then like it's kind of hard to get in character. But then when when I when we had the group where it was just all us, right? You know, Tyler, yeah. Fat Boy, Phil, fucking Hayden. It was supposed to be you, but you didn't want to do it. So, so I don't want to do it. So I don't have time, <laughs> man. So when I, we did with them, like getting into character was way easier. And I think that's like what I'm trying to get to is that your family, like obviously you've all done embarrassing shit around each other. Oh, I straight pick my nose and fart in front of all of them. Yeah. yeah. Like you've all done embarrassing shit around of them. You've all said dumb shit. You've all said mean shit. It doesn't matter. Right. right? So when I make a fucking character and I'm trying to be fucking yoda for my character no matter how stupid i fucking sound it doesn't matter right it, it, there's no there's no pressure 
it's not like back when I did my first one, we're like, hey, I want to do this voice, but then what are they going to think about it? So then you do it anyways, and then nobody laughs, and you're like, I thought that was actually... Because you half-heartedly did it. I was like, I thought that was kind of funny, but all right, yeah. fuck all you. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about licking big boobs and fat ass, you guys didn't laugh. Well, fuck you motherfuckers. Yeah, I want to go to the brothel. <laughs> Why do none of you want to go to the brothel? D20, I went to the brothel. <laughs> you fuckers went on an adventure. I stared at big titties and fat asses. Dude, you should have saw all their faces when like we were in town. And I was like, so what do you want? Like comes to me like, what do you want to do? Where's brothel? Where's the brothel? They all looked at me like, what? What? Where's the boobies? <laughs> yeah. There's a prostitute in every town and I want to visit her. Yeah. <laughs> I want to visit them all. It was great. It was it's great. like Westworld. Right? There's prostitutes everywhere. And I you want can to be see whoever them all. you want. Right. And I think that's really cool that you've done your own family's time. Well, and I really, I, I, really and I think that's a real safe space. For, it is. For all you. It is. Well, because when I wanted, I, I really <laughs> wanted to join the group that you're going to do. And I, my idea was because I know that, you know, Tyler and Hayden and the Phil will be a little, you know, reserved. And you know how I am. Like, I give no fucks. Right. Well, Phil's actually good at D&D oh, when really? he's drunk. Yeah. But then he gets sleep sweepy. Yeah, but we don't stay that late. Yeah. <laughs> he makes excuses where he has to leave already. Yeah, so. he does. He does. That's that's fine. Yeah, but uh, my my idea was I wanted to play the bard, right? I wanted to be <laughs> I wanted to be a bard, and my idea was that I would just sing everything I did. I want to dance on this box, <laughs> so you get a free interaction. An interaction, or an action, right? <laughs> so I wanted to make my free interaction be like I spin around in a circle with my guitar. Or I dance on top of this rock. That's my free interaction. Like it would just be something stupid, right? Yeah. Completely fucking retarded, right? But bards get this thing called vicious insult. It's actually a damage doing attack. You roll a dice and then you do like three d four damage or something like that. So to, to a so you like you you point your finger at them. You give them a middle finger and you do a vicious insult. And you do damage. Like that sounds like right up my alley. <laughs> Yeah, right, right up Lip Tarp Alley. Yes. <laughs> Do a vicious it sounds insult. exactly like your alley. Yes. But I would just dance around and sing and play my guitar. Like, there would be just like sometimes interaction. Y'all people. heard it here first. D&D is a Lip <laughs> fucking area where you get hurt by words. Yeah, you get hurt by words. <laughs> but I would just, like, there'd be sides like, you would be like, I'm a warrior and I'm beating up on these orcs. I'm going to dance over here and sing in the corner. Yeah, I'm, I'm what are you warrior. doing? Nothing. I'm just playing my guitar, man. Like I'm just gonna narrate what's happening. Yeah, I played a rogue, I played a warrior, and I played a fucking or no, a rogue, a fighter, a barbarian. Hated the rogue. Mm. But yeah, that was my also played. Did some little DM, some Dungeons and Dragons. It was fun. I'm gonna circle back around real quick to maximum effort. Um, one of the other maximum effort things I have done is I do build websites and do marketing on the side. And I helped out Alex in the store. So Alex and the Gamers Arsenal do have a website now. There you go. TheGamersArsenal.com. Um, I'm pretty proud of it. It's a pretty sick looking website. Um, they do have a web store. There's only one item in the web store right now, just some events. And you can pre-order the Death Watch um, Codex right now for a discount. Oh, yeah? At the Gamers Arsenal. Yeah, so it's about... It's so regular full price, 40 bucks, 35 bucks right now. If you pre-order, they only have three left because I ordered one. <laughs> Jerk. Yeah. So if you want it, by the time this launches, go to thegamersarsenal.com. Um, we'll be having more stuff in the web store, but you can sign up for events. You can buy tickets to events there. Um, see the events calendar, which will be, by the time this launches, will be filled with events. Something going on every day. Yeah, I got to still make my event. <laughs> yeah um the end of may i think it's the 27th which is the last sunday in may the day before uh that one memorial holiday. day yeah. 
Yeah. There will be an RT at Gamers Arsenal, a 40K RT. There will also be a Age of Sigmar RT the Saturday before, and there'll be a barbecue at both of those events. Yes. So your twenty dollar uh, entry gets yep. you a barbecue at the same time. You'll get food, so you don't have. So it's twenty bucks. You won't have to worry about getting food. You just come play. You don't have to leave to go find your food. There's going to be barbecue there for you. Yeah. So come on down, you, you have, fatties, and get some food and play some have, games. You have your choice between hamburgers or hot dogs, as is told to me, as it stands right now. You have your choice between hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah. So all you fags will probably take hot dogs. You so them, you can jam them down your fucking like throat. Deep in your throat. All the way down. And me and Ray will be shoving our faces between hamburgers, like titties. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would say, that, yeah. Please. If, you if think, we have pastrami, though, you could think it's a vagina. Remember those, just, those, those giant meat the, curtains? Yeah. <laughs> 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 just, just slap it up against the side of your face. <laughs> you, you pull down the pants and the panties, and you see that. It's like, man... When it starts dangling down there, you're like, well, okay. I'm, I'm already here. I can lick on that a little bit. I'm already here. You know, we're already here. We might as well keep going. <laughs> I already got this far. So that was the Maximum Effort After Action Review. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with Necrons. What's up, veteran gamers? Andy here. Today, I'm joined by my wife, Tiffany. hey And we're here today to talk to you about Tech to You. Tech to You. You want to touch me? Yeah, I do want to touch you. We're going to talk to you today about Sky High Comics. Everyone knows that Andy likes to shop at Sky High Comics for 40K. But my wife, Tiffany, she likes shopping there, too. What do you like to shop there for? Um, I go there for comic books. And I also shop there for Warhammer products. I get my AOS there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know, Sky High Comics is a veteran-owned and operated business right there in North County, San Diego. Now, Veteran Gamer, we like to support our local gaming stores. We like to support veterans because, of course, it's the Veteran Gamer. And we like to support cool dudes like Raul. What do you think about Raul, baby? Raul's pretty cool. Raul's a pretty cool guy. I mean, he's very knowledgeable about the products that he carries. He carries... Oh, Pokemon. I forgot about Pokemon. He carries Pokemon cards and deck boxes and magic and he's really passionate about the stuff that he has there and yeah that's what i'm talking about so if you're a nerd if you're a neckbeard you want to get your game on you want to get your nerd on check out sky high comics in north county san diego you can check them out online at skyhighcomics.com so then ladies back to the show back are you really gonna do that no <laughs> I just don't get the shitty emails i'm done with it i'm over it butt hurt and hurt feelings wait pizza so i'm feeling good i don't know what it is about that pizza it tastes like beer when i eat the pizza i don't know why did you get a beer taste out of the pizza no i got a beer taste out of the beer i got a pizza taste out of the pizza okay Maybe nah. just me then All right. just me then so we're back um, we've asked Ray to open up his brain, which so, I don't do very. You don't well. do very often, so this is kind of a stretch. So everyone, thank Ray for opening up his brain for just a moment. And I didn't do that much this time. I, I promise you, by opening up your brain, does make you gay. I guarantee you. I don't know. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I'm a not going to 100 percent gay. Hey, like, don't knock it till you've tried it, right? But I'm just saying. Um, so Ray's going to talk a little bit about his kind of his side check. You, everyone know Ray is like full on Eldar. You're, are you looking for your beer in the mouth? <laughs> I make sure the beer doesn't turn off. But now I'm looking for the beer. <laughs> everyone know Ray is a, a, a fairy, like ball sucker. 
He's ears deep in some fairy magic. I like winds. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. With Not the gayest sorry. RV of the planet. He'll he'll fucking wear pink hot pants as long as it gets him a win. It's all right. It's cool. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> but he does have his side check, as Bam would say. Thanks, Bam. His side check is the Necrons. Um, that it is. That it is. The 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 two oldest races races in the galaxy are my are my two armies that I definitely love to play. And I wished Necrons were on par with Eldar, but I think Eldar spoils me a little too much. It does. Yeah, they're, the, they're that good. Well, yeah. it, it spoils me with the maneuverability part. You just don't get that with Necrons. No, no. There's and, like uh, one unit that moves fast, and outside of that, the rest of them just kind of like. Stand there if you, and beat their pud. If you're listening to this and you're like on the fence of going Necrons, they're good. There is good things in there. Definitely. There there's I think they uh They went from like the bottom. Maybe, shit. maybe they might have not hit like a home run DW per se with this codex, but they definitely hit a Not every codex in R- the craft world or a the three run RBI codex. Maybe. Yeah, the three-run RBI. Hit a double. All right. Yeah. I'll give them that. They knocked on some runs. They hit a double, yeah. but it wasn't a grand slam. Was they did their job. They hit it in the pocket. Yeah. It was still in the field. Interesting play for TV. They put their condom on and got laid. Yeah. But then to sh- blow a straight load See, up in the bitch. But and I mean, there was error number one. You put the condom on. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't get the full effect. Right. You that's dulled kinda, the sensation that, that's just a little That's definitely kind of where Necrons are right now. Right. They didn't get the full effect. They're like sex with a condom. Necrons so, are like sex with a condom. <laughs> Name of the episode. <laughs> that is perfect. Yeah, that better be it. That is awesome. <laughs> I never know until I actually record, like actually edit the thing, but I'm telling you. It's, like, it's always a surprise for me. This one's not going to be a surprise, <laughs> but they're usually a surprise for me. <laughs> usually it's like, I don't remember saying that, but all right. Necrons is like sex with a condom. It's good. You wish it were better. Yeah. But it's I, good. I can get behind that. You can get behind Yeah, you will get behind <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, and I'm not saying. get chlamydia. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. I will get behind that. Sorry. Like like doing Craft World, Alatok Eldar, that's straight blowing a load, get chlamydia all at the same time, right? But it was worth it. But yeah, if it's worth it, it's all right. You get a good boar punch, you'll be fine. You get some pills. They're like orange, I believe. Like if not, if they change them. Playing tally is just straight AIDS. Playing <laughs> tally. <laughs> This is cancer. It's not even. It's past the AIDS part. It's, just, it's going to kill you. It's going to kill you. That's, that's, that's where it's at. So I want to get into the what, they, what they call the dynasty code, and that's their chapter tactics. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, the craft Obviously, world. not gonna fucking go over all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, because there's some shit ones, right? They're, they're hard to they're hard to pronounce too. Yeah, if you They're think all Egyptian. If you, Egyptian God, make up some names, and that's you probably got them. Um, so I'm gonna go with the top three or my top three. Your top three, all right? Because I know it's a little controversial. Controversial? Did I say the word right? Whatever. Controversial. Uh, my number one, I have it. Merfit. 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 The Merfit dynasty. Merka. Uh, they're the dynasty Merfit. that give you plus one AP. To all half range of your weapons, it doesn't say any. It's not tied to any keywords, other than Necrons, right? And that dynasty. Um, other than as long as you're a half range, so most 
The thing with Necrons, most Necrons are 24-inch range. range. So at the 12-inch range, you get plus one AP. Um, I had on there in the show notes that one little... I really... Like, yes, everybody goes the 20 Warriors, right? Why not? I, I really don't like the 20 Warriors, personally. Really? They only have a 4-up save. Yes, okay. they have reanimations, but they only have 4-up save. Okay. They are only T4. You can you can you could shoot through that. No problem. Yeah. Easy. Bolters, poison, whatever. You can shoot through that. Eventually. Eventually, if you have twenty, yeah. If you, I, I, but, if you, but see, but the thing is, is that if you're if you're doing against going against a Necron army and you're oh, I gotta kill these twenty warriors, you're gonna kill those twenty warriors. Because remember we're in the addition that if you want to kill something, you're probably gonna kill it. Yeah. Outside of a two up save. And I'll stick to this to the day I die is a two of save is like the rare fucking redhead child at any family fucking gathering, right? He's that weird dude. The two up save is very rare in eighth edition. Back yeah. back in other editions, not rare. This edition, two up saves are very rare. So a four up save uh <clears throat> warrior, most of the time is gonna be na- you're gonna get shot at negative one stuff. Sure. Most of the time. So you're gonna have five up saves. Then you have reanimations, but that starts on your turn. So, any, like I said, they're going to kill the unit anyways. Yes, they could come down and be within that 12 inches, but you have 20 guys, so you have to be really spread out. Being really spread out, you're not going to be able to circle your characters that you're trying to protect or any of that shit. Mm-hmm. And leave. it's a, also a lot of points. I, I'm not a, I'm not a, a Necron fanboy here by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, Necrons are sort of the iconic figure in this army. And I always thought, I know they're expensive, but if you're going to go at least one unit of warriors, ITC instead of 20 to go 19, I would go with, you know, you're going to go with two. I'm going to give you two tough as balls things to chew through. And then the rest of my stuff is like in your, you know, the yeah, stuff I okay, want to so, do. So the, where you say the toughest balls, the four up saves, which will probably be five of saves. Well, yeah. You're I probably mean, never going to get cover because you have 20 dudes. Sure. More like, I mean. If you're playing LVO, maybe there's a way you can get 20, but then you won't be shooting with all of them, right? <clears throat> I really think the hidden sauce in Merfit is 10 men, immortal units, and I said 10 men, mm-hmm. immortal units with Tesla. I see okay? that. Um, I'll get into it later, but there's plenty of ways you can get them within that 12 inches. If you put them in cover... They have a two up save because they start with a three up save. Right. They're T five. They're not. They're yeah. not uh, T four. Actually, let me double check. Well, the only reason I say that warriors I think are good is because most things that have lots and lots of shooting. You know, think of the things in the meta that shoot a lot right now that have lots of shooting. It's strength three okay, shooting T- or strength mortals four. Mortals are T four. Okay, but think of the things that have lots and lots of shooting. Right. That's strength three or strength four shooting traditionally. Right. Yeah. How many things have strength five shooting and shoot 20 times? There's not a lot in the meta. There's it's, not a lot. There, there's in the Eldar Codex, there is. Well, but, 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 but I mean, <laughs> outside. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So what? We'd have 20 shots. You over. have scatter bikes. You have shirking cannons. Okay. Shirking cannons are everywhere. Okay. And, uh, and then on top of that, then you have just regular shirt cavals. They might not be strength six, but on sixes are negative three. Okay. But outside of like, the, so Star how, cannons. so, so one, so one unit of bikes, of scat bikes shooting what? How many shots? How many units? Is it a unit of nine? Cause the unit nine is 32 shots. Okay. 32 shots hitting on threes, threes wounding on 
Threes? If yeah, threes. Okay. So that's not quite twenty. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I know the math, but but I'm, I'm just saying is but you're but, you're investing a lot. But I'm saying if if you're gonna be playing against the Necron Army, if I was an L, if I was LR player, you're the Necron Army. I'm gonna jinx you. So technically, all my shots are negative one. Okay. So you have five up save. You're you're gonna die. Okay. And it, you'll probably be doomed because if I'm playing Necrons, you have to focus when you play against Necrons. Yeah. You focus units down. Right. You want to focus the units down because you don't want them to have one guy. Right. And, and one then they'll guy, all come back. One yeah. guy turns into four guys, and the four right. guys turn into fucking eight guys, and then you have a whole fucking unit again. Right. If you're going to kill something, you better decide to kill it or do something else. And the great thing when you play against against Eldar is that they're so slow outside of turn one. Necrons. Necrons. Yeah. They're slow. Outside of turn one. Outside of turn one. And we'll get into those a little bit later. Because they have a lot of maneuver tactics that get them close turn one, but after that, they're... Yeah, so I had in the notes, the, the Merfit Dynasty, if you have a 10-man unit of Tesla, right, it, inside that 12, you have strength six shooting and negative one, and on sixes, it's two more hits plus the hit. So, oh, so it's, it's exploding hits. So every six is three... That's very good. Three uh, hits. Yeah, that's very good. You can make it better if you... Use an overlord to give them uh, my will be done. My will be done. So you have yeah, plus one. So that means you're getting the Tesla shots on fives, right? Uh, Tesla shots on fives, and then the Merfit uh, actual specific stratagem allows for shooting attacks specifically on sixes. You get to roll another hit. Right. So if you roll a six, you get you pick up one die. It's hits on roll. top of hits on top of hits. Well, you, they don't they don't explode into more and more. Right, right, right. But yeah, the one six you get to roll again. So if you roll three sixes, you roll three more dice, and then where they lay is where they lay. Right. But it's extra hits. It's extra hits. So if you hitting it again, because never a bad thing. Yeah, the stratagem is only one command point. So if they come down, That's nice. They have might will be done. They'll be getting three hits. On fives or sixes, and then if you actually roll a six, it's an unmodified six. So right. if you roll a six, you get to roll again. Six. And I mean, you already hit on a two plus because you get plus one hit. You're getting a lot of a lot of hits. Yeah, must wait. And then there's a strategy for the overlord is that when he does the my will be done, he can do it on two different units. So you can have two units with Tesla mow down any. Right. Screen unit, cultist unit, pink horrors, blood letters. They'll come down and kill those. Right. Or they'll move into position and kill those. Yeah, it's that one tactic where I'm going to come down, I'm going to spend these command points to do this trick with this set of units, and it's going to do this really awesome thing, right? Yeah, and it's the Merfit really makes use of the army because I like – because like I said, we play IGC here – and movement's very important, is that when you move around and shoot at units, the the Gauss blast, Blaster's rapid fire one. The Tesla is assault. Oh shit, it's two. Assault two. So you're always getting two shots at 24 inch range. And at the half 12, that's even better than what I thought it was. I thought they had to get only I thought they only yeah. shot once. That is pretty cool. So at that assault, that 12 inches. The rapid fire, the Gauss Blaster, and the Assault will get in the same range. But after that, like when you're moving, you're always getting two shots. Always, always, always. And then on top sixes, you get more hits. Right. 
And if you're in that 12, you have minus one. I think minus one is really, really good for the Tesla. I don't want to harp about it enough. Minus one, and I don't care what you're shooting, is very good. Because there's a lot of strategy that stop things. It throws, it throws math off, really. You go from three up state to four up state, it changes math yeah. a lot. Yeah. But even just that, just getting it, you just get that with the weapon. You know, uh, heavy bolters do it, I think. And yeah, I know they do that. And then anything, you get negative one because there's all these like um, abilities and strategies that say, oh, if it's more than negative one, it becomes, you know, less than. Like, you know, there's lots of stuff out there that does that. So negative one is like that real sweet, like especially for shooting and lots of shooting. It's like that real sweet spot. Another unit that's really good with it is death marks. So death marks have this ability where they come in when your opponent brings in reserves or whatever, but they have to come in within 12 inches of said unit. So you're already within half their range. Sure. So now they they have sniper rifles that are minus one, which from to my knowledge, there's no other sniper rifle that are that's innately has a minus one. A negative, right? You have to hit on a six to make that happen, right? Or does the mortal? No, wound? it's a mortal wound. Yeah. Um, so they come down. They have the, they have the minus. So they're a little they're a little bit more effective when they come in. I mean, just that right there makes them a little bit more better. And I mean, I I think death marks are good, but they're not at the cusp of I got to bring them in every time I bring a list. Yeah, negative one. Like if you have a sniper, if you have a sniper unit, you're trying to pick off a character. That's the reason you take snipers, right? And people have taken them in lists because. Like, it's really good to try to get pot shots out on a character, but usually, unless you're rolling hot, you're not going to kill that one character. You're like, you're putting some wounds on them, maybe. And after that, they die because they're overextended to make that work, right? Because mm-hmm. most sniper rifles are what, 36 inch range we're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And these ones only have 24. Right. But still, you're getting that negative one. So it ups But the- these ones are rapid fire. Most yeah. sniper rifles are heavy. Heavy. Right, so, so you're not getting that negative for So moving. when you're in that 12, which in the Merfit, you begin a negative one already. So now you're negative two. To your strength four. So it goes from a strength four AP zero, one damage. And on sixes, you get the mortal wounds. Um, You go to a two shot, strength four, negative one, one damage. So it doesn't even matter if you roll a sixes. The negative one will probably net you a wound or two. Right, depending the on mortal what you're wounds, shooting. right. Or pick- at least get them down to their invul. But, right? And, you know, if you're thinking about a character, characters have either like a three. We're talking about like Space Marine equivalents that have their three up, say, probably their four up or five up invul, right? So once you hit that negative, you're already touching the invul anyway, which is negative worth, two. And negative right. two is where it's at. Right. Which, which you're only going to be at a negative one. So, right. You get a four up or five up save on that character regardless. So you're, t- which is where you want to get anyway. You don't need that negative four. You don't need that. Negative four is really good against vehicles. Outside of that, characters have fucking invuls. In right, they have invuls, yeah. Not unless you're a librarian. For I never knew librarians <laughs> had no invuls. <laughs> so, yeah, those they're they're pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So death death marks work really well with Merfit. I mean, Mer- uh, one thing with the FAQ, like you know, no D strikes turn one. Actually, thinking about it right now, I don't know how this would work. Because the rule specifically says that they come in within nine inches to twelve inches, but what if their deep trace come in on turn one in their deployment? So can you deploy? What does it say? All right. So the rule is ethereal interception when an enemy unit is set up other than during deployment or when disembarking. 
you can immediately set up a unit of death marks that was set up in a hyperspace outlet, which is their like deep strike special rule. Um, on the battlefield, any anywhere more than nine inches away from any enemy models and within 12 inches of the enemy unit that has just been set up, you can then make a shooting attack with this unit as if it were the shooting phase, but this attack must target the enemy unit that was just set up. Well, you can still deep strike turn one. You can still come in reserves turn one. You just can't do it out of your own deployment zone. Yeah. This rule says otherwise because it's not during your deployment and it's not during your turn one. So if, I think I would actually have to agree with that. It's not in your deployment that you're not coming your down. deployment. I think this is one of those. I think ne- this is one of those rules that may ignore. That may ignore it because <clears throat> I think Necron is also one of the armies that has the most ignore. All it says is when a unit comes in, not on deployment or as a reserve, they come onto the board. When a, enemy unit. So set it happens up, yeah. in your opponent's deployment or their movement phase, essentially. Yeah, and then the FAQ because deep strikes happen at the end of your movement, right? And yeah, the FAQ is dealing with uh, it has to do with reserves, correct? So we made a delve into this, but it says whenever, right? So if I then, so I say I do my move. Say for instance, I'm playing my Tyranids, right? I leave all of my Rippers in reserve. I move my whole army up, and then I deep strike my Rippers to cover my back line. You can now deploy your Death Marks. Out inside of twelve, outside of nine, from any unit. Not from me, infiltrates. What? It's not from infiltrates. Not from infiltrates. I said when I deep strike. So say oh, like, when you deep strike. Yeah. Yes. So I leave my rippers in reserve. I move up my army. I drop them. My rippers at the end of my movement phase to cover my back line. Now you can deploy your death marks. I would say yeah, because it says you have to. You have to land in between these two range ranges. You have to. It's, the the rule specifically gives you outlines to that to come within those ranges i would say yeah i would I, if you were at my event i would say yeah. yeah you have to come within those ranges it says whenever a unit like that deploys it doesn't say anything about turn one yeah it doesn't say it just so much and it's happening in your enemy's deployment Deplo- not, uh, movement yeah or in a movement not your own movement yeah i would think that, that so th- so that was a little bonus I, I just saw that right now so that was not that's just one of those tricks now hey if you weren't paying attention, maybe it's out there on the internet. Maybe someone saw that and we just maybe. haven't been paying attention. Uh, I'm sure somebody. Another, another unit that I, I found. We're not good. that smart. No, not not <laughs> even by a long shot. <laughs> Look at us. We're thinking like we're drunk. We just ate pizza. We just found we broke the meta with death marks. Now we're someone already figured that no, out. No, we're just talking. <laughs> we're just talking. We're just putting content out right now. <laughs> <laughs> so another unit that I found pretty good with. Uh, the Merfit is the Tomb Blades. Um, they're fast. They move fourteen. I like this model. It's a fun. It's a cool looking model for one. I actually hate the model, but really, I, I think they're the little good. like bike thingy. They're fucking stupid. Oh, I thought they were cool. They're like um, they move fourteen, so they give they give you an extra fourteen inches to your range. Um, if you put particle beamers on them at assault three, so you're getting three shots at at twelve, at strength six. Minus one, one damage, right? That's three shots. A minimum of units, nine shots. Yeah. So now we're talking wave serpent output, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. It's not. It's same strength, but with an AP always. Yeah. 
I, Plus, you can I, do the bonuses to add extra I think AP. it's pretty good. On top of that, they're toughness five. They're two wounds T5 each. T5 is awesome. They have a, re- a reanimation. Yeah. And um, they give the extra range. Like I said, to get get within that 12 inches is easy. Or easier, I would say. Because you're, cause you can't deep strike anymore, but... At least you can be on the board and move 14. Yeah, something that moves 14, really, you don't need to deep strike them. And then you have all the other bonuses of the plus one save, so they can have a three-up save. What, what's the range of their weapon? What's range 24. Of weapon? Yeah. You move 14, you're in range of anything you wanted to shoot. Yeah, but you may not be within the 12, but it doesn't really matter. You're well, still shooting three shots each. Yeah, yeah. At strength six. So That's turn probably, one. You're going to be wounding probably on threes. And if you're shooting at the typical screens, you'll be wounding on uh, twos. Find a piece of terrain to get around or behind. You got to block one, you know, one of your sides, you know, like I'll put myself between this piece of terrain and that, but I'll have vision on this thing to shoot it. This thing will have to shoot through a piece of terrain or whatever. And if I'm playing ITC, bottom lines on a second blocking anyway, you know, you with 14 inch, you can maneuver in a lot of places you want to be. But these are the ones that look like the... They're those little flying discs, but they're inverted, right? On like their edge. The the tomb blades. The tomb blades. They're like I really don't know. What they always reminded me of floating. like Yeah, they always reminded me of the bikes from like It's like um, a Tron. small moon. Yeah. But they always reminded me of the bikes from Tron because they're all like leaning forward on them. Yeah. Yeah. They always reminded me of that. I think I think the work the work of this <clears throat> dynasty. My personal favorite Amerifit, whenever I run my dynasty or my Necrons, I'll be playing Merfit for sure. Now the second one I had is Sawtech, and it really, like, I don't see not playing Merfit as any any stretch of an imagination. It's too good. Right, right, yeah. Right. Um, the extra AP is always fantastic. It's, it's really good. And then on top of that, like, I mean, if you just had Goss, if you didn't like Tesla, if you had Goss, right, at the half range, you're already negative three. Yeah. That's a, that's a power sword. Get close, please. <laughs> Get closer. Like, Move closer. And then the rapid fire, so they shoot more as your opponent gets closer. Oh, you're a shooting army. You're way far back. Cool. I have reanimation protocols. I'm coming back. Let's just sit there and like touch each other's tips. So just, the tips. just the tips. Just the tips. Just the tips. Just to see if we like it. So, so the Saltek, what, what I have them, what their what their thing is, is they can advance. You know, advance and shoot as if they're assault weapons and the heavy weapons. You can move and shoot. This now, is very good. So it's. It's Four. good because Necrons in an ITC, Necrons are not very fast, so you always want to be like moving. If you can advance, there's, there's why a not? couple of fast units, but they need some help. Couple like you well, mean what? no, because the destroyers move, but they have that special where they can move and they don't count as moving when they shoot heavy weapons. Yeah, but that's built into them. Yeah, it's built in. I'm trying that's, to think. That's later. That's yeah. those are the units that are good. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, I'm jumping right into the good shit. I went right for the vagina. I forgot the foreplay. You never do the foreplay. Just get right on the vagina. Get yourself done. Let's just get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's bing, bang, boom. Let's so destroyers are great. The Tesseract vaults are great. Fine, let's go. Right. So that's been that's another it. edition. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so the vehicles, because the vehicles I get that ground actually get the, the data, whatever the fuck they're called. Um... So some of the vehicles have heavy weapons. You can obviously move and shoot them. Yeah. Good. Moving and shooting heavy weapons is always good because heavy weapons are good. When you have moving vehicles is very good because vehicles are already somewhat hard to take down. It's when they get close to combat that they usually die or at least least become ineffective. 
So when you have a thing that can always move and shoot, shoot as whatever your Blisco is at that time because they degrade, I think good. It's fantastic. I think good. Uh, they also have a small side effect is that most of the characters are all this same dynasty. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're really driving you in a direction. If you're going to play the like the real the real big characters that they have, all in, the named ones in the character. Well, not all of them, but, I'm a, but, but about ninety five percent of yeah. them, right? They're they're all in there. So you have fucking Emotech, the Storm Lord. Um, Emotech is fun. Yeah, yeah, Emotech. 200, got, 200 point character, but I, he's got he lots may, of fun rules. He has a lot of rules. He's got a lot of rules. Um, when you see, when you see a data slate that takes Andrek. up almost an entire page by itself, there's some rules in there you probably want to pay attention to, like all of Nurgle. Yeah, fuck Nurgle. <laughs> all of every Nurgle has at least seven rules because, of course, they care about sevens. But and then their specific specific strat is the if one saw tech unit wounded. Uh, an enemy unit. You can spend two command points, and then your whole army has reroll once. Is basically having against that same unit. Yeah, or plus one it has the my will be done, but it gives it to the whole army. So pretty good, pretty, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Now the third one, which is a far third place, because I think I would never play outside America. There are two champions, and then there's like. <clears throat> their fit is a very niche one it gives six inches to advances that's pretty much it's and well yes and no so they give a, a six inch automatic to advance and on the same time when you advance you can just move through anything it's basically okay. a phase form but the unit that's gonna be using them which is wraiths wraiths yeah already have that rule okay so it doesn't really matter i mean what are the close combat units that could potentially be inside of a Necron army, other than Wraiths. Well, you have the very, very, very good uh, troop unit that's called on this page. That you're flipping to now. to now. Called the Flayed Ones. The Flayed Ones. Oh, Flayed yeah. Ones are so good. Now, the Flayed Ones got a, hurt, a hit with a nerf bat before they even really like, shined in the light because of the FAQ. Because they innately have Deep Strike. Oh, okay. So they can't come down that turn one and just charge and obliterate any type of screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're very good. But this is one of those, like, I, I once again, I try to find, like, the magic in there and thinking about, like, I don't know the points and I don't know the, the stats, but I know they're a close combat. This is one of those where you wait for turn two or turn three. Like, your opponent has now overextended and they've left you that nine-inch bubble that you were looking for? Yes and no, because they are still very expensive. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at strength four, each one gets three attacks. Okay. And they have a four save. They have reanimation protocols. Okay. Um, then How much are they per? They are pretty cheap, but uh, I, I mean, it'll take me a while to get that. But they have characters that buff them. They can have, I will know, uh, my will be done. So they'll yeah. be hitting on twos. Yeah. Strength four. Um, I mean, one damage each, but just it's three attacks each. And you have 20. It's like, it's a it's a gene stealer without the extra attack. When, with, with a, a four little, up save. With a four up save and a little more resilience because you can come back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's that is this they're is, good. Now, the the obstacle is that they are not available on the website. Okay. DW website anywhere. 
Like, okay. you cannot find these guys. Then I'll find some AdMac models. I'll convert <laughs> the fuck out of them and call them flayed ones. The, you, the, you could do that. Those stupid infiltrators that no one fucking uses that I have 10 of because they're terrible and it can't use them anywhere. They're the worst rules. <laughs> like, I would modify the fuck out of those and call those flayed ones. Put some fucking loincloths on those bad boys. Hey, I got a flayed one. But that's some maximum effort shit there. Yeah, so they have they have a... <laughs> he just blows right so by the, that. So <laughs> the Nerfith, Nerfeth, I guess it would be... Uh, Imagine you're wearing a retainer and say all the names from the Necron Codex. Nefeth. 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 Anyway. Um, are obviously good with close combat units, Wraiths. Because, I mean, they move super fast. They are, are six. Are super good. And yeah. then paired with the stratagem that allows to advance and uh, charge, really good. Or oh, yeah. advance and pr- pretty much act normal. And being able to move through units means I can put them behind a screen of something. Mm-hmm. And say, oh, great, you got close. I'm going to fall back on this unit of warriors you didn't quite kill. The thing, the thing I remember, like, even punch the fuck out of even you. Even Harlequins do that, that, that they have the flip belt and they can move yeah. through models. When you pile in with said Harlequin or a fucking Wraith, mm-hmm. you can literally pile right over your, like, right through them. Yeah. And as long as you're touching their base on the other side, you're now closest. You ended your, your yep. pile in closest to the enemy unit. You pile in through them, get on the other side. And now you're base to base. Kill. And maybe you're now. You could do that with Harlequins because they have the flip belt. You can do that with uh, Necrons. Now you kill that unit mm-hmm. and then pile in into the next unit. I was going to say vagina, but. Yeah. Well, the next <laughs> vagina. I done slayed this vagina, right? Yeah, right. I got in there, busted a fat nut, but I've been taking my Yohimbe. I'm still rock hard. What? What is that? <laughs> Yohimbe? Yeah. It's like uh, Viagra for poor people. <laughs> There's this shit called Yohimbe. It's this little root from Africa. Is it, I was going to say, is it just a root? It's a root from Africa. So you're envisioning some like long dong black guy from Africa. Yeah, it's exactly I'm not what envisioning that, but okay. I envision that all the time. Tay saying- Diggs, like just a loincloth <laughs> and a rock hard boner. That's what I imagine all the time. Sweet. You do you, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a root extract <laughs> and it gives you like rock hard boners. I took it. So I'd go on deployment, right? You go <laughs> Why de- would you do that? Because when you come back from deployment, like, you haven't had sex in a while, except for yourself, you know? Yeah, and like, Porter Johns. Yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to bone, you're gonna bone down with some girl. You're going to be a two-pump chump the first time, but you still want to keep going. You just had to explain that to her first. Look, I've been gone for fucking seven months. This first couple of pumps are going to be really quick. Right, but then you've taken your Yohimbe, right? <laughs> Okay. There's a GNC on every military base. They're everywhere, yeah, right? There is. So you get your Himbe extract. You do your two pumps. You go grab a quick drink of water. You come back and you're still rock hard. Ready to go. Round two. Reanimation protocols. Go. <laughs> you passed. <laughs> on a five plus. You passed. Perfect. Because you're Yo Himbe. <laughs> Look yo, it up. I'm yo, telling you, it's a thing. Every, everybody that listens is going to be fucking looking that shit up now. Yeah, and having rock hard boners. You're rock. welcome. Hard You're burners. welcome, interwebs. So the the stratagem that you carry, you pair with this. I mean, I I think it's pretty obvious. Is the adaptive subord subroutines subroutines, and which allows you to advance and charge. Okay, so makes wraith go really, really, really fast. Yeah, yeah, across the board, they fly. They have a three up interval. They're fucking amazing. I mean, they already moved twelve plus six. They're going to be moving eighteen, charging. Yeah. 
Pretty good. That's amazing. Pretty good. That's if, amazing. You heard us our other uh, episodes about tri-pointing and taking hostages. Oh, yeah. Using attack agains, like stuff like that. Wraiths are expensive, but it's like, it's one of those things where it's a good use of expense. Oh, yeah. The three of invul- three. There's days where somebody will never fail up a three of save, and there's days that just You'll like, fail them all, yeah. Okay, just, you're dead. That's only one unit shooting, but okay. Yeah, neurothropes. Either they survive till the end or they're dead turn one. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So that that's the I mean the other dynasties I read a little bit. You read? Yeah, I read a little or bit. Or did you on, listen to a podcast that talked about it and you just kind of rehashed that podcast? No, no, no. I, I read a little bit. <laughs> oh shit. You this read. is my this is my army. Why would I do that? There's not a lot of pictures in this book, Ray. There is a little bit of some fucking swarms right there. <laughs> it's a not a pop up book, Ray. I, that would be so cool. <laughs> You imagine the doomsday. You imagine, you imagine if fucking forty K codices were pop up books, I may actually read the fluff. That would that's that's true fact. We gotta take take a break real quick. Okay. Ray's gonna pee. Do you believe the Emperor protects? Or do you believe a false god sits on the golden throne, and death to the false emperor. Regardless of whether you're a loyalist or a traitor, go to www.flyingmonkeycon.com. www.flyingmonkeycon.com is Kansas' biggest wargaming convention, with Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Age Sigma, Kings of War. X-Wing, Horus Sea narrative events. It promises to be an amazing event set on the river of Wichita, Kansas at the Drury Inn. Get your tickets soon. The weekend of June 22nd through 24th. Right here in the air, capital of Kansas. See you there. And we're back. So that was the whatever they're called, their chapter tactics. Yeah. Mephrit, Nephrit, and Frefret. Yeah. yeah. Dumb names. Dumb, dumb name uh, number seven, eight, and nine. What we say Egyptian names. Yeah. May hear my may hear my dog in the background barking at the air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah you definitely hear. Um wanted to talk about some units that I I think are improved and good. Um, I'll go ahead and start with the the destroyers, not the heavy destroyers. You don't need them them fucking trash shit, right? Just the destroyers, straight destroyers. Right? You don't need the fucking last cannon equivalent fucking destroyer. Just regular destroyers. Really fucking good. These are fantastic. Take as many as you can. At twenty four inches, you get a heavy three, strength six, negative three, d three d three damage on a chassis that moves ten inches. And a chassis that also moves and shoots heavies with no penalties. Very, very good. Yeah, this is each shot is an attack from a flying higher turn with rending claws that moves and shoots without penalty. Very good. And there's a stratagem that you allows you to re-roll all fell to hits and fell to wounds. And you can give them that will be done. Yeah, so they can hit on twos. Yeah. And then wound on possibly 
threes, maybe maybe fours or fives. And re-roll their one. But then they re-roll. This very, is fantastic. Very, very, very good. They're very expensive. They're like 55 points a fucking model. Sure. But they're very good. This is one of those things where you're like, how many can I fit into my list and then build around now, the, that? The, the thing that I find about the Destroyers is that they don't really benefit from the Sawtech uh, ability, right? Because they can already move 10. Right. They don't really... The the Merfit, where you get the extra AP... Negative four. Negative four. Don't really need that. Not actually going after tanks, which, yeah, that's good. But it's a very niche little thing that I work against. I really don't... There's the there's the Dynasty, the last one that I said, the the, Nef, the Neferic. The Neferic. They have a... a a stratagem that allows them to deep strike. So you can keep them off. You can have a big unit of them. Keep them off the board. They can come down turn one, obviously, in your deployment zone. But they're already shooting your whole de- the, the whole dead man zone. This is good if you're going second. Yeah. You know, if you're going second and there, someone's going to move up and be aggressive on you. I mean, other than maybe like Tau and Gunline Guard. Like everyone else is going to move up to like the middle of the board, right? Uh-huh. Now you can just drop them down. Think of the meta. Everyone's going to be moving. Everyone's trying to get close, right? Now you can hold them off. Say I go second. Now I can hold them off. Let's say I don't. I say I go first. I maybe just still hold them off, and say maybe I'm not going to kill a whole lot this turn, right? Or you can just deploy them, you know, because they're still moving. What 16, 14? Movement, they're, they're movement 10's T5, uh, two moves each. Movement 10? Mm-hmm. Now, they're moving fast. They're going to hit something in 24 inches after that. A very that. key keyword is that their uh, keyword is infantry. Yes. So, they can have a two-up save and oh, cover. Yeah. Very, very good. They can move in cover very and good. through cover. So, you can hide them mm-hmm. in a piece of cover, move them out. ITC, thank you very much. Which is, which is very weird because like they're... they're they they don't look like infantry. No, they look like a jet bike, possibly. Yes, but sure, they're infantry. So they're infantry just because reasons. Yeah, so I like them. Destroyers very good. Obviously, uh, Rafe's improvement from the Codex, which we all know, uh, or at least you know by the time you're hearing this that they got extra AP. It's been a while. You know, yeah. they're good in certain uh, data or whatever the fuck chapter tax that, that they have. They can re-roll, re-roll their uh, wounds if you use one of the ones that I didn't say earlier. Or you can, you know, like I said, advance and still charge. Very good. Fast. Uh, the the boogeyman list that are out there is like the three test rag balls. Because I think the most improved out of the whole codex is the the Satans. Yes, the shards eat, of Satan. The Satan, the Deceiver, the Nightbringer. I think the Deceiver is much better than the Nightbringer, yet the Nightbringer is more killy. The Deceiver just gives your army, in general, a more flexibility. Because what he could do is that he can move units, which which also, we know now, ignores all the FAQ restrictions. Right. So that's really good. And and the Deceiver gives D3. When you get to ignore rules, I say, I'm, yeah, there's this rule, and I'm going to ignore it. That's good. It makes it good. Yeah. The Deceiver gives you D3 plus himself. Just redeploy anywhere on the board. So those guys that you thought were only moving six inches, now they're on the other side of the board. Those already, warriors. Already within 12 inches. 
Those nineteen those immortals, the those mortals. warriors, they already fucking now they're in within, range to fucking really now they're in the rapid the fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. now you have Necrons already shooting turn one, which is the thing. In other editions, a lot of the Necron armies weren't really doing anything turn one because everybody was too far. Twenty four inch range. Yeah, fine. I'll, your Necrons cool. You can go first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sit well, there. Not anytime shoot I used to play Necrons, I was like, yeah, just go first. Go first. Don't shoot anything. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> now I'm on your side of the board. Assaulting the fuck out of you. Turn one. I've got all your objectives. I've killed your units. Yeah. So now those, go turn two. Those were the two small satans, the the deceiver and the, the um, nightbringer. The nightbringer is just more like a killy guy. He wounds on twos. Nothing too special. He's good by himself. Like he's a. And they do get powers of the satan, which are really good mortal wound dealers. That's how they do their mortal wounds. Yeah. Um, but the Tesseract Volt. Now, there's a list out there that has three of them. It's retarded. Uh, they're toughness eight with the three plus save. Or, sorry, they are toughness. They're actually a lot weaker. I was looking up as I was taking a shit earlier. That's what you do. You stinker tinker. I, I stinker tinker. I stinker everything, actually. I just don't tinker really at all. But the Tesseract Volt is T7, 28 wounds. 28 wounds. 28 wounds with a My four up God. With a four of invul. So that means <laughs> it, it's going to stop gotta half that 56 damage. 56 wounds on this bitch, at least. Yeah. I don't know that math. Right. What an Eldar puts out 56 wounds in a turn. I know you know something like that. Dark Reavers? Dark Reavers. <laughs> if it's doomed. It has if to be it's, doomed. It's be doomed. Doom. Guide, Jinx, and uh... Doom, Jinx, they're really the only two that you really need. Yeah, okay. And then Soul Burst. Well, that's the Inari, but sure. Yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's an extra shooting phase, man. So the Tesseract Vault has three of them. I don't know the points. I don't want to fuck them. Too, <laughs> too buzzed and fucking too tired to fucking do the points. That's too much math. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people take three of them, and then they take... Uh, well, those people are assholes. Yeah, I say yeah. asshole, you say good list. Yeah, no, because I, I think the list is good. Whereas three Tesseract Volts, they take a Deceiver so they can move them up within range, right? And it's like a, a battalion of some random fucking warriors. Like shit in the back, the whole backfield. I'm getting five command points, yeah. Pretty much, if you can deal with the three Tesseract Volts, you're probably going to win. The thing is that they're really hard to bring down. Yes. On top of that, they... Do their mortal wounds or their powers, which are basically all mortal wound generators, at the end of the movement phase. So it's not a shooting phase. Yes, so that means that with their powers, they can select fucking characters with all their powers. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty Pretty fucking good. And and some of their stuff are just like, if you roll higher than what their starting wounds were, they're just dead. Awesome. Granted, most characters have, you know, five wounds, but there is stuff out there that have four, and there is stuff that have three. Yeah. Just depending on that tiger priority, like I was saying earlier, Dark Eller really come down to who understands the army better and who can scalpel Im- a lot Imperial better. Imperial Guard Psychers, aren't those like three wounds? I don't know. They die every time I, like, blow wind their way. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. You, you give them a wet fart and they fall over dead. Ray cast a wet fart on his microphone and it fell over dead. 
Don't worry, I won't edit that out. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's good radio. Good radio. Yeah, it's just like you're immersed in the whole situation that's going on here. Maybe you're really buzzed. We're tired. We're drunk. Yeah. That fucking beer is really good. It's good. Well, what did I drink, by the way? What did I drink? Yeah. So you drank the Strand Brewing Co. Because there's no period. Yeah, cool. IPA. And we've moved on to the Pale Ale. The Pale Elf of <laughs> the beer. The Pale Elf of beers. <laughs> Uh. So you were saying like before too, the test track vault is going to be one of those gatekeeper armies. Yeah, so you're gonna have to know how to deal with this. Planning for those, you know, those majors, those GTs. I, there's gonna be Necron people that have these armies where there's just three test track bolts, some trash, and a fucking deceiver. If you don't know how to deal with this, I don't think you really have a chance at beating. Stuff. Now, when it, when it comes to these large multi-wound models, see, usually for, like, Tyranids... So, there is a couple of things to really notice, like, make sure your opponent's not cheating, maybe cheating unknowingly. Or intentionally. It's, or intentionally. This is, these are all possibilities that could happen. These are all possibilities that so happen. So, the Tesseract Volt has nothing in his rules that state that you ignore his base. Okay, and this is very, 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 very fucking important because Tesseract Volt is is the model that's open, that's like really wide. It's probably twelve inch in diameter. It's the um, I say it right? Diameter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the freaking um, yeah. That's the closed version up there. Yeah, I have a closed. I have an obelisk. Yeah, it's like the yeah. What's it's like the obelisk? What what's the thing that those carry the warriors around too? The Thing we don't see anymore. That rectangle thing? Not the obelisk, but the next thing. Yeah, I know what you're pointing at. I can't think of the name fucking either. <laughs> but fucking look at the goddamn codex, maybe. Monolith. The monolith, right. It's like the it's like the open monolith. But it's way it's with a, a guy inside. It's way bigger than that too. Yeah, but it's bigger than that. So, it, so the the reason why I bring that up is because I don't a lot of their powers are like nine inches. Eighteen inches. Like the the powers of the Zatan are very short range. I mean, there is a couple that are twenty four, right? You have the animator meteor. So it doesn't ignore the base. It does not. So, but it's all, not a flying base. Yeah. So you the could draw a line of sight to the actual any of it that you could see, but you have to measure to the base. It's the same thing as flyers. Is it on that clear plastic base? It's on a flyer base. Oh, like the 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 plastic it's on an exact flyer base, a plastic surfboard flying base. Uh huh. Okay. So you measure to and from the base. Mm-hmm. So if you ever see your opponent measuring from one of the the, the doors or holes, that is actually wrong. Yeah, you're full of shit. Because which would make some of these powers really, really fucking good if you could do that. Right. So if you know how far the powers are, and you intentionally measure in a way that says. You can only move so far. I'm going to measure to this and shoot you. And I know no matter how far you move from that base, it's not touching me. Then it's a boo-boo stick here and doo-doo. Oh, I'm, I'm measuring. I get my power. No, it's from the base. Yeah, they don't move that fast. They move eight. And then at 14, they move six. And then at seven, they move four. They're really slow. They're slow. But that's what the uh, deceiver there is. Is to make a move again. To not to really move, but to redeploy them. No, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. So they're good, and I definitely you need to be able to build these, beat this 
army to with be three, able to make it on. With three Tesseract vaults, that expensive. Like, you just have to focus one at a time. So there's uh, something to notice is that all the powers need line of sight. You mm-hmm. stay out of line of sight, won't be getting hit by these mortal wound generators. Also, if you can kill the one that's in between the other two, you'll probably do mortal wounds to the other one because on a 4+, plus, they do mortal wounds to everything within 2d6. Oh, okay. So there's going to be three. It is d6 mortal wounds. So there's, there's three of them. They're going to be moving together, sort of in unison. So you focus the middle one. Focus the middle one. Hopefully kill it. Kill it. Do he three rolls wounds. a four. He rolls a four. Does D3 or possibly... No, sorry. D6 to both of the other ones. When it dies. D6 mm-hmm. mortal wounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you want to focus these one at a time. That's sort of the strategy. Well, definitely, yeah. I mean, if you, you want to pick focus one. three to where they well, get down yeah. to the, I mean, you to can't the middle, the, then you would be fine. We're not like, you know, uh, Alex with his Tunar. <laughs> you know, we're gonna. I'm gonna kill your whole army turn one with one model. We we know that's not how we're playing, but see, usually with big, so usually when you see a big ass model, people are taking one or maybe two, right? So like the Fire Raptor, for instance, the Fire Raptor Gilliman list, like the always tactic was kill everything else and then worry about the Fire Raptor Gilliman, mm-hmm. right? These the, this list you can't do that. Oh, with the three sets, right? Yeah. You can't do that. So Mortal wounds coming from everywhere. Right, right. Pick the one in the middle, divide and conquer. Yep, cut it in half and then focus the other side. And yeah. Hopefully it blows up and does more wounds to the other ones. Yeah. 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 So pick the one in the middle, divide and conquer. Sweet. Done. And honestly, that's... I mean, characters, like anything that was a lord or a lord equivalent in the characters give the... My will should be done. They will the be chari- done. Yeah. The chariot is pretty cool with some of the relics. I mean, the relics. Oh, are- the chariot was like the. That's the flying character. Yeah. That thing was cool. The uh, the. Command I still barge. like them. I still like them. The I still command barge. Them in my list that I've built uh, playing Necrons, but yeah, when this first came, out, I was like, oh, cool! It's a f- it's a character flyer, and you fly, so you can go ahead and attack those planes or whatever mm-hmm. maybe up in the sky. It allows you move maneuverability. To then pick a flank or, or a special target and then still be outside of the, you know, the, the character defense zone. Those are cool. What about the Doomsday Arc and the... So the Doomsday Arc, I was just looking the at Annihilation the, the Codex. Is the, Doomsday Arc is pretty decent for its points. Um, but it's just going to be a tank that's always sitting in the same location. Yeah. If it's not doing anything to objective-wise at the beginning, it's not going to do anything at the end of the game. So not a hundred percent sold on it. I just personally. know when it first came out, like the end of fifth edition, it was so cool. Like, here's this new model, and we don't often get new models like this. And it's like, it's this really big gun. It's just, it's just a giant gun that floats. Yeah, it's <laughs> upside down ghost again. Yeah, it was really cool. Like when it first came out, I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like I hate it, and I'm gonna kill it, but that's cool. You know, I always wish those would be good. And what about the monolith? Like the monolith, the. If you take the monolith in the Saltech, then it can move and shoot at full ballistic skill, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, it can suck, it still suck people in. It's a little bit more restrictive, and the same thing as people coming out, a little bit more restrictive. Yeah. I guess I don't want people getting hurt in their pinky toes or something. <laughs> <laughs> the robots fall out of it. They're just like, oh, we're going to make you land softly. Exactly. I don't want to hurt my toe. Now, I know this wasn't the most in-depth review this this I codex really, has been out for a while i really don't think there's much to say i think it's 
it's pretty much solved already because there's not really anything in it. It's not. Honestly? It's it's not a top tier. It's not in the the basement anymore. Like there are some cool things in there. No, it's definitely not in the the fucking basement. I, I remember I played one at Broadside and I, I saw that like shit. This is gonna give me a matchup because it was my day. It was my game three of day one. I was already zero two. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to win this game. I have to win. I have to win this game. I'm gonna win this game. Um, and I won my game, but still, it's those destroyers. Um, the wraiths were a pain in the ass. Um, like it gave me a game. It's a three up saves, man. Fucking some people just roll them for days, and then yeah. other people they just die. Yeah. So I just, you know, I used my Tyranids to sort of like the first thing I did is I moved into the warriors, and I sort of bumped them. Mm-hmm. I attacked them with not without killing them, and I killed something else. But I just bumped them to make sure they weren't shooting because I knew they're really good at shooting. And if I just bump them, now they have to fall, and I know they're not shooting. Right. If I, so I just, the whole game, I just bumped them until turn three, I could deal with them and kill them. Is what yeah. I did, you know, and I focused killing everything else. So I got my kill, I got my objective, and I knew they moved slow, so I just focused on objectives. I have more objectives than you. You know why? Because you move like shit. And that's a, that's another point. Uh, Necrons don't really have, or that I seen ignore line of sight shooting. It's a big hindrance in ITC. Yeah. So there's no ignore line of sight. It's permanent shit, man. There's not much to talk about. Honestly, Necrons are nothing. Nothing too fancy or crazy. Just, I mean, they have that one list that's the triple Tesseract, and that's all so, I but, see. But the thing is that they've got so many drops, so you figure they're going to go turn one. So plan to go turn two. Mm-hmm. Give them turn one. Allow them to do their shenanigans turn one and have nothing to shoot at because all of your good shit is in ruins or behind line of sight. right? Or the rest of it is out of range, so it can't shoot you anyway. So give them turn one and then fuck them up the top of your turn or bottom turn one. And now they're overextended because they had to do what they needed to do. I, mean, I, I think Negron is the army that always wants to go second. Yeah. You just have to always deploy for it, go second. You'll take I'll, less strategy, and then the franchises are still going. Right. And if you're playing ITC, just prepare that, you know, maybe turn one's not fantastic, but turn two, three, and four is where you win. Mm-hmm. Or three, four, and five is where you win. Plan for turns three, four, and five. Delay your deep strikes till turn two. Like, just plan for that stuff. I mean, all that stuff should already be planned already. You don't want that shit fucking have to waiting for it to come off. Yeah, but Necrons is where you... truck or something. Right, but Necrons is where you really make that focus, so... All right. So, not in the basement, but it's not winning any majors right now. With the one build, the three test track, I think they're a gatekeeper at best. You're going to see that one prepare for it. And that's about it. We were talking about it off off, uh, mic, but... You may see this. So if you're two and zero day one at a tournament, you might see that game three. Yeah. Three tesseracts and a deceiver. Yep. And then some garbage after the fact. Everything else is garbage. Kill the one in the middle. Divide and conquer. Yep. It's done. It's done. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna roll right into the conclusion of the show. We'll be right back. Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Well, let me tell you about Broken Knives. Broken Knives is the role-playing games where Picasso was the boxing and Tyson is to art. These two dudes have literally made tens of dollars producing professional-grade content for your gaming table. You can check out their newest series for 5th edition D&D, The Tales of Bentev and the Bard, on dmsguild.com. That's dmsguild.com. Tales of Bentevin is an adventure supplement for the Dungeon Masters. It's about a nefarious bard that seems just like screwing with people. 
If you're the dungeon master, it's basically like harassing your players, but in a playful kind of way. And it's all on dmsguild.com. Also, I've been told I have to say this three times, so it's dmsguild.com. So get the first four tales of Bentev and the Bard for free on dmsguild.com. Wait, that's four times. Sorry, I went too far. dmsguild.com. It's been a good show. But I'm tired. Yeah, you're always tired. This is why we do this on Wednesday mornings, not Tuesday nights. <laughs> yeah. Like, Tuesday nights, when we do this on Tuesday... Breaking the fourth wall here, we're recording this on a Tuesday night, we're recording this on a Friday. But Ray works, like, really, really early in the morning. 2 a.m. Yeah, and then when we record Tuesday nights... I, I work 2 a.m. and then move about sixteen to 20,000 pounds. We get, like, hand. halfway through the show, and Ray starts becoming unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like the show starts to go downhill, and I depend on Ray at like the other shows to keep me because I get drunk, <laughs> I, I become incoherent that way. So, so, so if we record on Tuesdays, we we depend on you to keep me up. So listeners, just understand, and we'll, we'll start releasing. Hey, we're recording on a Tuesday night, <laughs> so bear with us for a moment. But it's painful. You get delusional. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you like sometimes I'm like talking to you and you have like eight eyes coming off your head, but it's just because I see the top part of your head multiple times. <laughs> so when we did that Tao episode with Keith Barry, we recorded actually three episodes that day. Yeah. And then at the third episode, I became incoherent. Oh my God. Babble. Ray was like <laughs> on the casting couch passing out. And I was so drunk. Like, so I, I've been asked by the patrons to go ahead and release that audio. And I will do that just for our patrons. So if you want to listen to Ray be incoherently, like, stupid and Andy be incoherently out. drunk, we will release that for our patrons here soon. I'll go ahead and do that sometime soon. Like, where I'm soon. passing out mid-sentence. Oh, yeah. And then waking up, just continue talking. Because I would ask you a question. And then, like, you you holding on to your beard asleep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Tao are like fucking retarded. <laughs> They're fucking stupid. They'll give you AIDS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but and then there's me drunk going like, but to be fair, Ray, and I'm talking to a passed out Ray. He's passed out on my couch, and I'm still like pointing at him and like looking at him, and he's just like passed out asleep in the corner. But I'm like, and I'm like emphatic, right? I've got strong opinions, and then when I'm drunk, I have really strong opinions. <laughs> and then when no one's listening to me, I have really, really strong opinions. I think everybody has strong opinions when they're drunk. <laughs> and they're always usually wrong. Yes, and they're always <laughs> wrong. The hobby track is amazing. Yeah. As long as you make a sign. Yeah, as long as you make <laughs> <laughs> Here's your sign. So. What we have been drinking. We better say the second one. I can't talk anymore. Okay. So Ray, since he was hosting, decided that he was going to host the whole thing and bring some beer, which I totally appreciate. Uh, You said I was fucking hosting. I thought that's what it meant. I'm not mad at you. I'm appreciative. I'm I'm giving you. That's that's the problem. I'm giving you a compliment. You don't understand that. (laughs) I don't understand it. Fuck you for providing free beer, you piece of shit. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. It was good. So we drank 
The Strand Brewing Co. There's no dot, so it's not a company. It's just a co. <laughs> it's just a co. You're just a co. Okay, so you know, get over yourself. Your company is the co. Um, from Torrance, California, sort of in the region of our old stomping grounds when we were in high school. Uh, my family's from Torrance. Uh, my aunts, my uncles, my dad went to West Torrance High School, so this is where I grew up. My girlfriend that was in college while I was in high school. So there's some Torrance. sluts in Torrance. Yeah, they're all white, too. Yeah, they That's are. That's why I was down there. Yeah, milky white boobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Strand Brewing Company, we started with the IPA, um, which had kind of like this really kind of like hard to explain, like a dark musky flavor to it almost. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, what right? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it almost like had like a, a like a taste of like tobacco or a cigar, or, you know, like I don't know about tobacco, but there it, was like a it had this earthiness to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was uh, an aftertaste. Was, that was, but it was good aftertaste. Yeah, but it was surprising because usually IP just had the bitter, right? And this had this uh-huh. earthy tone to it. And I was like, oh, this is good. Like, and that would be good with a cigar, like a light cigar. That would be good with it. And then we sure. had the 24th Street Pale Ale. Um, this was a light pale ale. It's it's good. It was a pale ale. It's it's a pale ale. Like I won't say anything special about it, but it was a pale ale. Really like the IP there though. Like they, they had other ones. They had a blonde and another one, but those were only like a four. blonde and another one. That's that's when you go to any bar. There's that blonde and the other one. Yeah, well nobody cares about the other one. It's just the blonde and there was another. There was one. a blonde and the other one, and uh, they were only four There was a blonde with the big boobs and that other one with the big. Well, they fucking didn't have teeth. big boobs because they only had a four APV. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't get those. Well, she ain't that drunk. She wasn't the well, drunk. I wasn't that drunk. She so. wasn't the drunk girl. So I know? went with the seven and the six. That's good. Yeah. I like a good ABV. I like a good buzz. Yeah, you're getting your you're bang for your buck. Exactly. Yeah, it's like blowing a load on a cheap hooker. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I assume that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> he was like, he was like, what, why would you blow your load on anything but a cheap hooker? Yeah, like, why would you pay for an expensive hooker? A blow is a blow. Like, a load's a load. You just have the lights off. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter if she has no teeth. Yeah, and actually, it's it's better. That's even better. You, you just get gummed. <laughs> gummed. <laughs> but I like a little teeth every now and then. Just a little bit. It's a little bit. Well, no, sometimes you get teeth. Sometimes you get gummed. Sometimes you get teeth. <laughs> All right. So that has been another edition of the Veteran Gamer Reenlisted. Sometimes you get teeth, sometimes you get gummed. <laughs> I am, of course, your host, Andy. And I'm joined by my best friend, Ray. Eldar. And Necrons are just sort of in the middle there somewhere. Necrons are what I play when I play fun. Yeah. <laughs> Which is never. So when you're playing those friendly games. They're going to stay in their case. Until next time, ladies, drink up. <laughs>